So they, they report normal reactions would be redness and, and swelling and tenderness of the injection site, headaches, muscle aches, tiredness, runny nose, fever, usually resolves within a week. Well, that kind of sounds like influenza to me. So it sounds like the flu shot gives you the flu. Other less common but severe reactions could occur. And according to the CDC, the vaccine manufacturer uh, and the vaccine manufacturer, you should avoid the flu vaccine if you're allergic to eggs, if you have asthma, if you have Guillain-Barre syndrome, if you have had prior experience of anaphylactic shock when you've had a vaccine, uh, you are taking autoimmune suppressants, and, uh, and if you're pregnant, they say the vaccine is given to pregnant women when necessary, but never use the live virus for pregnant women. Uh, they use the killed virus for that. Uh, also, they're, they're not sure what the virus will do to um, fetuses, nursing mothers, and uh, uh, babies that are nursing. They, just don't, they don't have any, they haven't evaluated it. So, big experiment right there. Now, the FDA has approved the flu vaccine um, Afuria to be made. This year's flu vaccine is called Afuria. It's made by BioCSL Inc. of Pennsylvania, but it's going to be manufactured in the country called Australia in Melbourne. So let's talk about these new flu shot doses that they've come up with. According to the CDC, for this year, the flu vaccine of 2015 and 16, children six months to age eight must receive two flu shots compared to the previous year of just one shot. They state that the reason is there have been changes made to the viral composition of the vaccine. They report that two doses will not compromise the children's immune system. Hmm. They base this on a 2010 study in which 10 to 24-month-old children were given one dose of the fall um, compared to in the fall compared to ch- uh, children 6 to 24 months that were given two shots even improved antibody response. They said there were no adverse events when two shots were given. Well, how rare are the side effects? Well, a professor of genetics, uh, Dr. Mark Greer, he reports there's a lot of fraud behind vaccines, especially when you have the flu vaccine. So he's an expert in vaccine safety. Now, he does advocate childhood vaccines, but the flu shot, he does not. Um, he reports that there's poison in the vaccine, the flu vaccine, and the body reacts and it causes the Guillain-Barre syndrome. Additionally, he says the vaccine offers no protection against getting the flu. Um, And here's something. Dr. Greer reports the CDC breaks the law with regard to vaccines by waiving the long-term safety testing law on vaccines. Then he says it's clinically impossible to evaluate the safety of a vaccine in three weeks and it's essentially experimenting with people's lives. He points out that the pharmaceutical companies and the health authorities distribute and administer 300 million flu vaccines a year, netting them billions billions of dollars. And Dr. Greer states, the changing of the vaccine each year makes it impossible to test for efficiency. He also says that it is a medical fact that very few people die of influenza and the industry spends more resources on flu vaccines than it does on real solutions for heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. By the way, he says there's 20 million vaccines for childhood diseases distributed each year compared to the 300 million in flu vaccines. Now, um, if you're on our newsletter mailing list, 
um, you when you you would have got a hot link to Dr. Greer's uh, audio interview. So you, it was uh, ten minutes, I think, ten fifteen minute interview, and uh, you could hear it from him yourself, which is also very cool. So if you're on the newsletter mailing list, you would have gotten that. Uh, if you're not, I would encourage you to sign up for this information so you can empower yourself and share it with family and friends. You can go to the powerherbs.com website and click on books and newsletters and sign up there, and uh, it's free. All right, moving along. Who do you suppose is promoting the vaccine agenda? Well, the vaccine agenda is pretty much a global issue. If we look at the agencies which are now mandating vaccines for broader age groups and with pretty much unsubstantiated claims, we can see quite the list. We have the CDC, the FDA, the WHO, the NIH, the UK's NHS, the MR, I'm sorry, the MHRA, the DOH, Australia's ANPHA, and Canada's Health Canada, and we can't forget the Gates Foundation. Let me read you this uh, quote from Dr. David Rosenthal. He's director of Harvard University Health Services. He says, people don't necessarily die, per se, of the flu virus. What they die of is a secondary condition called pneumonia. Yep. Let's talk about this study that says um, you could be five times sicker if you get vaccinated. Um, So it's important not to ignore this uh, recent scientific research. It was done in 2013. Um, a, a team of microbiologists in Bethesda, Maryland, at the Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research, they found that animals who were vaccinated with the flu vaccine suffered more if they became infected with influenza. So the researchers stated that flu vaccines do not prevent the disease, but in theory should help the body produce antibodies for protection, right? That's what we told. But the research showed that those who got vaccinated were less healthy than those who got the placebo. So those that were vaccinated proved to have a five and a half time, 5.5 times more respiratory illness. Uh, the vaccinated group also contracted influenza at 100%, whereas the unvaccinated didn't get the flu. The vaccinated group also had 26% more cases of common cold, 160% more cases of various viruses, including polio, and 30% more cases of contracting respiratory-type viruses. So the group which uh, vac- that was vaccinated had an overall increased health risk of 18.5%. So another study in 2014 from Canadian researchers showed that those who got the flu shot in 2008 and 2009 were more likely to become infected with the pandemic virus in the shot compared to those who didn't get vaccinated. So the team of researchers, um, they they scoured several provinces in Canada and the same results materialized. So therefore, other jurisdictions that year in Canada opted not to offer the seasonal vaccine. But uh, U.S. health authorities just argued, eh, that was just a rare Canadian issue. Uh-huh. Well, you know, if regular influenza can, uh, on average, increase your risk of illness five and a half times, uh, or 18.5%, uh, what would happen if a more deadly strain of influenza appeared in your flu vaccine? Does anybody ask these questions but me? All right, let's just go there because there's a lot of research heading this way. Um, do you think that at some point 
the deadly Spanish flu could be included in your annual flu shot. The likelihood of that happening is closer than we think. Scientists report that they have been successful at replicating the Spanish flu. Professor Yashihiro uh, Kawaka, uh, he's the University of Wisconsin at Madison, and he says his research is essential for the development of future vaccines as a pandemic countermeasure. So Professor Kawaka minimized the risk of this deadly strain by reaffirming researchers what they're doing. However, Dr. Robert Coulter, professor of microbiology at Harvard Medical School, says this, the scientists doing this work are so immersed in their own self-aggrandizement they have become completely blind to the irresponsibility of their acts their arguments in favor of such work, supposedly, for example, increased ability for surveillance, remain as weak as ever, he says. So more surveillance doesn't mean the you know, strain won't kill people. So we could one day encounter a report, substantiated or not, that there is a Spanish flu outbreak and the pharmaceutical companies have just developed a vaccine against it. Would you roll up your sleeves? Would you risk your life? Well, forget that the vaccine injury court and the pharmaceutical companies are exempt from any damage due to a vaccine that may cause you. So as mentioned earlier, CDC estimates flu mortality rates. They estimate them. So if we check the 2010 National Vital Statistics System for the United States, we find annual mortality rate from influenza to be 500 Death. Not 3,000, not 50,000, but 500. So that's a big difference, isn't it? 500 compared to 3,000 or 50,000 deaths reported by the CDC. So you can drive yourself crazy with the mortality statistics because some sources state different rates. But for instance, the standard mortality rate for influenza in 1919 was 2.5%. Today we're supposed to be we're supposed to believe that it's 45 to 50 percent. So that would mean 150 million people die each year flu. And get this: the statistics on the mortality for the Spanish flu is complete is comparatively low at seven percent. So few sources are willing to report the global rates if they are known. So I want you to keep in mind that the people said to have died from the flu were not cultured. They didn't culture the virus to prove it was flu. They just assumed it was flu. Now, in 2005, the British Medical Journal stated that the United States flu death figures were more PR than actual science, which would explain why doctors don't get the flu shot, not unless they're threatened to be fired. So I would, I would, would, it would appear that Dr. Greer is right. More people are dying from heart disease. 50, uh, almost 600,000 people. More people die from cancer, um, 575,000 people. More people die from diabetes, 69,000 people uh, than they do from influenza. 500 versus all that. Now, actually, more people are dying from ulcers, 2,900, and from hernias. Hernias, if you've got a hernia out there, sorry to hear it, it's 1,800 for that. And uh, pregnancy and childbirth deaths, uh, 825. More people die in childbirth than from the flu. Goodness. 
So the CDC, however, likes to put all the respiratory infections into one category called influenza-associated death statistics. So there are really too few numbers of deaths by the flu. They need to expand the flu category and the numbers so they can justify and promote the vaccine, uh, fall vaccine uh, for flu. So you may be wondering if the aggressive push then for flu vaccines in the fall is driven either by greed or by a deliberate attempt to depopulate with disease. That's the point. Uh, maybe, maybe both, you know. But it's really your call because everyone decides for themselves if they, if they want to believe the CDC and a doc, their doctor or, you know, a few medical experts who want to expose the scientific claims and run their risk of ruining their careers. You believe what you want. But God is not the author of confusion or fear and we can actually seek guidance from him. So if modern medicine can make drugs from herbs, then wouldn't that suggest that there is protection in the herbs? It would also suggest that the creator knows more about chemistry and how to help the human body than man does. So this flu season, you have natural options without risking the flu infection. You might want to call apothecary herbs and ask them about their pneumonia kit, their pandemic kit, their lung congestion kit. They have lots of potent immune-boosting formulas, so you can skip the whole infection thing. Give them a call. Their number's toll-free, 866-229-3663. 866-229-3663. If you're outside the U.S., dial 704-885-0277, 704-885-0277. Or you go to their website, thepowerherbs.com, the powerherbs.com because um, that's where your healthcare options just became endless, really. Protect yourself. Get a free catalog. Ask them for a free catalog. You can download the catalog. It's on their uh, website if you want to do that. But they can definitely send you a hard copy uh, if you'd like. So I would get one. And just power through it, you know, see what you need. If you're not sure what you need, give them a call and ask them. What should I get? You know, there's a lot of immune-boosting herbs. Some are more broad-spectrum. And then there's some that are more targeted, you know, for upper head, uh, respiratory, you know, bronchitis, that kind of thing, sinus infections. So you're not sure which one you need, always ask them. Um, but they do have good uh, descriptions on the website. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. life into the original medicine herbalist wendy wilson will be right back if you have a heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option you need our emergency heart attack kit 
five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one-pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom 007, your assignment is to find out what herb secrets herbalist Wendy Wilson has on Herb Talk Live. Job stress, financial obligations, or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out? When life is too much to handle, use Apothecary Herbs' emotional stress formula. Feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope. Complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee. You've waited long enough. Call Apothecary Herbs now. Toll free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010. Or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in an untested vaccine hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate in those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand, have a plan, have peace, and request your pandemic kit today. Or take your chances with the bad boys. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. Talk. I am retro with the music. I like retro stuff. 
old stuff. Hey, you, some people say I'm old. I don't feel old, though. Okay, we're going to shift gears. You, you heard about the flu shots. If you missed the show, you're going to have to hit the archives. But um, personally, I don't get flu shots. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Actually, I get calls from nurses and doctors in the fall saying, um, help me reverse the flu shot in order for me to keep my job. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, there's ways to do that, too. Yes, yes. I get apothecary herbs catalog. There's tools in there. You'll be amazed how powerful you could be. All right. God's herbs are good, right? Well, now we're going to talk about some mortality treatments, you know, because sometimes patients, consumers, are not informed about all the risks to some of these medical treatments, all the risks to the medications they're taking, and even to some of the food sources that are out there on the market. So are we allowing big business to poison us? Uh, you know, are, are we being poisoned by foods, drugs, medical treatments, our water? Um, that's a good question. Uh, next time, I'm going to be covering a topic close to that question. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about um, what's an acceptable level in toxins when uh, we come back next week for Tuesday's show. So I can't wait. All right, so so are we trading human lives um, for big business, uh, for profits? Uh, are medical doctors, you know, promoting toxic treatments as effective treatments? Patients, you know, tend to translate effective into cure, not the same thing. So chemotherapy and radiation, for instance, are promoted as effective treatments. People think, I'm going to be cured. I'm in remission. Well, let's look at what the FDA's legal definition of effective is. Uh, in regards to cancer treatments, they say an effective drug or treatment is one which achieves a 50% or more reduction in tumor size for 28 days. Okay, so let's say you're taking whatever it is they're giving you uh, for almost a month, 28 days. Uh, tumor size shrinks at least 50%. So um, the next month, what happens, right? Does it grow back again? How effective is it, you know? And really, if you look at their medical definition of remission, it just means a lessening of symptoms. Does it mean cure? So effective doesn't mean cure here, if you've noticed what I just read you. Uh, most medical doctors will not voluntarily tell their patients that there really is no correlation between tumor shrinkage for 28 days and the cancer cure to extend their life. So doctors know that chemotherapy has really never been shown to cure cancer. Anybody that uh, has had the treatments and has done well years and years and years down the road. It's pretty rare. It's kind of isolated, an isolated thing. It's almost like they survived the toxic treatments, uh, and they could probably have, you know, a pretty good uh, immune system to boot. So doctors know that chemotherapy doesn't cure cancer. Evidence suggests that you have less of a chance at allowing the body to heal itself if you actually get treated with the chemo and radiation. So that's what scientific evidence points to. Let's look at some medical treatments. Here are some treatments that could turn into um, a problem. Um, allergy shots, for instance, although they're custom-made for the patient, they can cause respiratory arrest within 30 minutes of getting them. That's why you're supposed to stay at the, the doctor's office after you get the shot 
for a half hour because they they don't want you, uh, you know, dying. Um, inoculations, um, various inoculations can cause allergic reactions, anaphylactic shot, autoimmune diseases, and even delayed death in a lot of cases. A lot of doctors have blown the whistle on that. Radiation therapy, uh, not only does it cause nausea and vomiting, but also neurological damage and even death in some cases. Um, just ask the folks at Fukushima how that went. Chemotherapy, um, it's, it's zyotoxic drugs that are, they use to try to kill the cancer cells, but the, the drugs are not, uh, don't dif- dif- differentiate between your cancer and your healthy cells, so it kills healthy cells too. Uh, and in that instance, that instance alone, your risk of death goes up. Uh, also, AIDS drugs, the liposyanol, which is offered in, uh, to people with uh, HIV, high mortality rate, almost 100%. Mm. Well, let's look at this uh, perfect cancer recipe. Let's avoid this. We're not going to make it, but I just want to point it out. Chemotherapy does not kill all the cancer. Chemo drugs will inflame and... Um, uh, it's, it causes irreversible damage in large numbers to your cells in the body while it impairs the immune system, so that kind of sets you back. Uh, it's really a perfect recipe, the chemo and the radiation, it's really a perfect recipe for growing more cancer, and most cancer patients will die within two to three years of the treatment. So the, this treatment overburdens the liver, makes the liver vulnerable to uh, developing cancer itself. So there is the question. Here's the question. Does the cancer or does the cancer kill the patient? You know, which cancer kills the patient, your original one or the new one they're going to give you? So according to Dr. John uh, 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 Fakehaz of Booth Memorial Radiation Therapy Association, he says radiotherapy and chemotherapy offer a uniform poor outcome, which is essentially 100% mortality, he says. The medical establishment and oncologists know this fact, and it was published in the 1979 Journal of Cancer, Volume 43, uh, Number 6, page 2439. <laughs> so oncologists know they're giving you a treatment. That's not going to help you. Mm-hmm. Let me read you what Dr. Alan Levin says. He says, most cancer patients in this country die of the chemotherapy, which does not eliminate breast, colon, or lung cancers. This fact has been documented for over a decade, yet doctors will still use this chemotherapy for these diseases, and patients are likely to die faster with chemo than without it. And this is why doctors that get those type of cancers, they opt not to get the chemo. Or the radiation. Okay, so let's look at the secondary disease. We have to stop, you know, start to think about these side effects um, as side effects. They're really secondary diseases that you get when you take drugs. Um, uh, people just look at side effects as annoying, uncomfortable maybe, and have more symptoms, but that's not what they are. Let's call it what it is. It's a secondary disease. Side effects are, in reality, another disease caused by the drug. So if it were not a disease, a doctor would not be able to prescribe a medication for it. So chemo patients are told that their treatment will improve their quality of life, but in reality it wrecks their immune system, 
creates gastrointestinal disease, promotes hair loss, as you know, uh, life-threatening mouth ulcers and sores. It promotes anemia and causes a system-wide inflammation. And all of those symptoms will be treated with more drugs. And chemo, uh, chemo will attack your white and red blood cells, which reduce immunity, oxygen-rich blood from feeding the body. I mean, who attacks the blood system, right? Blood is the life source. Blood brings healing. You know, um, now, if you, if, you get, if you get cancer of the blood, leukemia, that's serious. And you've got to clean the blood up. You've got to clean the diet up. You've got to clean all the organs, see, because they filter the blood. So you've got to do a lot of cleaning, a lot of, a lot of sweeping, and changing that lifestyle that made you sick. So when chemo attacks the blood system, it reduces your immune system, it reduces the oxygen that reaches your cells of the body, and when 60 to 100 trillion cells don't get oxygen, it produces massive fatigue, okay? And as one cancer patient described the cancer treatments, it was, quote, a physical death without dying. So... Tell me how that improves the patient's quality of life. It doesn't. Let's look at some of the long-term side effects. Yes, one thing that is not really talked about with regards to the chemo and radiation for cancer treatments is the long-term side effects. Patients that receive these treatments discover that the, the body can no longer respond to nutritional or immune-strengthening therapies to become cancer-free. You know, enough's enough, the body says. So this explains why those with cancer who avoid the medical treatments increase their recovery rate fourfold compared to those who were treated. So as Dr. Freck has stated, chemo and radiation cancer treatments don't, uh, don't have a 96 or 98 cure rate, but 100% mortality rate. Oncology treatments are worse than the disease, he says. That's bad. It's so bad. Well, it's all about money. That's what it is. Uh, you might be thinking that if the medical treatment was close to 100% mortality rate, why would they allow it to be used? Why would health authorities use it? Well, um, get some smelling salts ready because uh, there's a, a trillion dollars worth of income from these treatments to medical facilities each year and doctors, so they're not going to pass it up. They'll say it's all we have. Well, it's all they know. And they like to suppress treatments that are natural and empowering and strengthening to the body uh, that help you with cancer. They like to suppress those, right? So that's the cancer machine, a trillion dollars every year using radiation and chemo to treat cancer in patients. Now, if someone tries to kill the cancer machine, they're going to run into an army of lawyers, lobbyists, politicians, judges, Jail. Researchers on this bogus cancer treatment uh, was conducted by uh, this German epidemiologist, Dr. Yurik Abel, of the uh, tumor clinic of the University of Heidelberg. He scoured every clinical study on chemotherapy that was published, and but he didn't stop there. Dr. Abel called 350 medical centers asking them to send him published documentation on chemotherapy. He also looked over the published articles in medical journals, and this took him 
course, several years to research the data. Dr. Abel published his findings in the Lancet Journal on August 10, 1991, and in doing so, he put every medical doctor and cancer patient on alert. His conclusion was that chemotherapy was an appalling treatment for cancer and any, and, and, or for any disease. He stated that he could not find any credible scientific evidence in any study to support that chemo extended the life of the patient. The medical community will not give up chemo, will not give up radiation treatments for disease because they, A, have no substitute course of treatment, B, they can't say goodbye to the money that these bogus treatments generate, and most of you have really not heard of Dr. Abel's study because the media blacked it out, okay? A trillion dollars is a whole lot of hush money, right? And the American Medical Journalists refused to publish his findings so that's why he got it uh, published in The Lancet. All right. So there you are. There's your medical your medical uh, treatments. There's your American Medical Association. There's your allopathic medicine front and center. Right there. Right there. So if they would do that to cancer patients, they would certainly put God knows what in vaccines, right, to make sure you get a disease so they can treat it. See, this is a, a diabolical thing. There's a special place in hell for this. Now, scientific medicine has its place. You know, trauma, you're in a car accident, you need help. But they don't cure anything. They don't prevent disease. They create it. They, 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 they fan the fire of disease, really. Well, let's look at look before the treatment. Before you decide to undergo a medical cancer treatment, um, that your oncologist may recommend to you or a family member, ask him to produce real proof that the treatments actually cure cancer. Not a remission, but a cure, because a remission is not a cure. Medical term means lessening of symptoms, does not mean cure. A cure in the medical dictionary is it puts you back into your original health, you know, free and clear of disease. So remission is a temporary reduction of the symptom, not a cure. A cure is a restoration, a return to the original state of health, and not just for 28 days. So know that chemotherapy and radiation treatments are not your best chance for survival, as demonstrated by Dr. Abel's published research in The Lancet. And at some point, I think the truth will become well known that you know, subjected uh, that the pe- that they've been subjecting cancer patients to poisonous toxins and radiation, robbing them of their fair chance to make a hundred percent recovery and have a real cure. So, and as the good book states, wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Matthew seven. Yep, you'll know them by their fruits for sure. So. I don't want you to be afraid because people get afraid. Hear the cancer diagnosis. Hey, if I got, if I had, God forbid, I got a cancer diagnosis, I wouldn't be afraid. I'd go super cleanse the whole system, get the toxins out, do my dandelion root, do my antioxidants, right? And I just, I, I would just, you know, give my whole system some TLC with some powerful herbs. They're here for the healing of the nation because that's what God says they are. Now our immune system keeps cancer in check, so it won't spread. So one, 
that we all have cancer cells. That's what science tells us. So our immune system, if it's strong, keeps all that cancer in check. One of the worst things is a buildup of toxins in your body that overwhelms the immune system, and guess what? Something come, becomes unchecked. So semi-annual organ cleansing helps you to remove those toxins, okay, improve your health, reduce your risks. So herbs will help strengthen the immune system and cleanse away toxins. That's what they're designed to do. So if you have, any, uh, if you have an immune system that's been weakened by toxins, if you've been on a lot of antibiotics, if you've been exposed to a lot of pesticides, you want to restore that filtering system to remove toxins, and you want a free flow of toxins out of the body. That's what you want. So if you're interested in learning how you can do that, because you're powerful, you just have to know how to do it and have the tools to do it. So call the experts in immune boosting and organ cleansing. That would be apothecary herbs. That's what they do. They have a toll-free number. You can get one of their free product catalogs. The number is 866-229-3663. If you're outside the U.S., 704-885-0277. Of course, the website, thepowerherbs.com. You can get there typing in herbtalklive.com if you like. That's where your healthcare options just became endless. And uh, they do have the dandelion root there. Check that out. If you're if you got a cancer, if you're a cancer phobe, or if you got people that have cancer and they just don't know what to do about it, you might want to look at that. The research out of Windsor Medical University College in Quebec, Canada, uh, 2012, found that dandelion kills all known cancer cells, all of them, not just leukemia, not just breast cancer, not just colon cancer, you know, not just prostate cancer. The list is endless. Dandelion. The Lord knew you could, you don't need a pharmaceutical industry to to rely on to be well. Okay. All right, we got a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few of these things that can weaken your liver and your and your bones, and a lot of it's drugs, medications. A lot of people are on medications, and the doctors prescribe for them, and uh, they can really damage the liver and your bones. Um, sometimes the doctors don't do bone checks and don't do regular uh, blood work, uh, liver profile screens. Uh, but by the time, if they do them and your liver enzymes start getting all wacky and the lab report says so, um, the damage is already being done to the liver. So um, doctors, pharmacists, drug companies, they don't lose sleep over this. Uh, they actually reap more money from this. Uh, so don't assume that they they have your best interest at heart. It's, they don't. The only person that's going to really care about your health is you. Yeah, because you have the most to lose. All right. The drugs that can significantly destroy our organs and our bones will have on. Uh, they'll have a disclaimer of information on the product. May cause serious disease uh, with an alkaline phosphotase imbalance, for instance. So you read that and you think. Well, my doctor would let me know if there's a problem, wouldn't he? Alkaline phosphophase ALP imbalance, if outside the normal limits, can prevent you from even passing physical exams for employment or sports or even life and health insurance because the ALP, this alkaline phosphatase, is found in the blood in all the body tissues and it's a and, and, and however the structure 
will differ depending on your organ. So you've got to be careful what you're taking. Um, so drugs that are going to mess you up in a skinny minute, that are going to mess with your alkaline phosphatase level, are drugs that treat gout, kidney stones, cancer, drugs that are for anti-inflammatory measures, birth control pills, diabetic medicine, psychosis drugs, cortisone, male hormone drugs, antihypertensive drugs that relax your blood vessels, uh, narcotic pain medications, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, beta blockers for high blood pressure, anti-anxiety drugs, tranquilizers, tricyclic antidepressants, antibiotics that contain erythromycin and STD medications. I'm sure there's more, but hey, this is just an hour show. So how do you know your alkaline phosphatase levels out of whack? How do you know what area of the body you should be concerned about? Well, if your alkaline phosphatase is high, your doctors will order another test called the APL isoenzyme test, which helps to pinpoint what area of the body that has this ALP level out of whack. The test will act like a process of elimination to help determine if it's bone, liver, gallbladder, or your glands that are affected, or if you maybe have a vitamin D deficiency. So if any of this area outside the normal range of 20 to 140, uh, it's going to be uh, closely looked at. So uh, if it's outside that range, uh, Houston, we have a problem, basically. So your ALP is abnormally high or on, uh, on your test. Uh, you may be diagnosed with bone disease. And you may have trouble healing from fractures, bone tumors. You might get bone tumors. You may have soft bones. Or you can have a whole slew of other related bone disease problems. If the gallbladder is the culprit, it usually indicates a blockage. The bile duct can't transfer bile. If the liver is indicated, it could be hepatitis or another liver infection. If the glands or the blood are suspected, you could have lymphoma or leukemia. So uh, sometimes your, if your levels are low, if your ALP level is low due to maybe malnutrition or a protein deficiency, maybe you have a bowel disease or a disease where too much copper accumulates in your organs known as Wilson's disease, all these conditions promote um, you know, further disrupt of your APL levels. So, but you know, you're going to be put on these drugs. How long does it take for these drugs to mess up your alkaline phosphatase level? Well, within 14 days, you can have a level that's 170. Long-term use of the drugs, cardiovascular problems, depression, anxiety, hormone imbalance, diabetes, arthritis. You can have a whole risk of secondary diseases because you're going to be put on other meds for these symptoms. See, Long-term use of this is defined as one year, by the way. So there are less expensive and risky ways to deal with common health issues. Diet is one. Getting regular exercise is another. These are powerful tools to help correct problems. You want to layer in really some, layer, uh, some, some regular exercise and some clean water. But herbs are also there for you to have on hand if you think you have a serious thing in progress. So in scientific health care, there's really no disease prevention just like it's disease management, why would you settle for that? I like to balance the system, and herbs are powerful enzymes, amino acids, 
proteins, minerals, and vitamins that help the body regenerate and heal and balance itself. So that's what God knew, master chemist. He kind of knew what he was doing. So if you're interested in learning how you can cleanse and nourish the body, rebalance, regenerate, uh, cleanse the blood, for instance, if you want to do that, uh, boost immune system so you don't get the flu, check out the PowerHerbs.com website. Give them a call toll-free for a free product catalog, 866-229-3663, 866-229-3663. Don't forget, they have herb coupons. Just click the green coupon button, top left-hand corner on the homepage, and you can save on your purchases. Check that out. Uh, you can also sign up at checkout for re- reward points, and you can save on your purchases there. Um, most people get free shipping when they do that. So always great stuff to save money, get healthy and empowered. I uh, love it. I'm out of time. I'll be back next week. The information presented is not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. Seek, seek advice from a licensed medical physician if you dare for <laughs> before you use any therapy or treat. I'm your herbalist, Wendy Wilson. Till next time, be well. Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? 
Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. foreclosed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people. Your neighbors, the mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes. Now in the street, they all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com. Or simply call 316 316- 619-4886. Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We are broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is August 27, 2015. <laughs> Saints, the world is in turmoil. Most just don't realize it, but we are in the time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. It's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make this choice tonight. If you need help after this program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, 
Please leave your name, your number, your prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, 620-878-4682. 620-878-4682. And an emergency. My cell phone number is 316-619-4886. And, folks, uh, you can always, if you mail me a letter in the mail and you have a prayer request on it, return address, I'll take it to our service. We will anoint it with oil, and we will pray over it, and then I will even send it back to you at no charge whatsoever. Something that I just do for you. You can also send me, um, just to show you where my heart's at, you can go to my website, which I'm going to tell you is in a minute. You can go there, send me an email with your name, address, and phone number on it, and your prayer request. We'll do the same thing. We'll pray over it. We'll anoint it with oil. We'll pray over it. I'll mail it back to you so you can keep it. So pray about that, or you can call me, and we gave you the phone numbers, right? But you can always find updates with the Breaking News, our ministry, radio program archives, and our mailing address, as well as email address at our blog, which is simply prophecyhour.com, prophecyhour.com. And you can always go to messiahsbranch.com also, but prophecyhour.com is where you'll find the latest breaking news, and it's really a hub for all of our ministry work. So you can go over there and find links to everything, how to contact us, the mission church, all of those things can be found there. Now, remember, we are a satellite radio program, which is national, and we are on several FM stations, and we are simulcast on the net live. So Folks, remember, airtime and all these things cost. So pray about supporting airtime, even if you don't want to support the ministry to the homeless and poor and the salvational things. So pray about it. Our program archives, again, can be found at prophecyhour.com. Go over there and check it out. It's really smartphone friendly. Now, prayer will bring on tonight's guest. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Father, I pray that radio goes tonight according to your will and not my will. Nor our guests will, Father, but your will, so it will glorify you and not glorify the world. So, Father, please, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, we got Pastor Carl Gallup back on with us. He's a best-selling author, senior pastor since 1987, talk radio host, heard nationally and internationally, TV and radio guest commentator, former decorated Florida law enforcement officer, founder of PNN, that's P.P. Simmons, News Ministry, uh, News and Ministry Network, member of the Board of Regents at the University of Mobile in Mobile, Alabama, of course. Carl's written three, well, actually he's written four, four books now. Carl's written four books, The Rabbi Who Found Messiah, The Story of Yitzhar Kaduri and His Prophecies of the End Times, The Magic Man in the Sky, Effectively Defending the Christian Face, and uh, the another book that he wrote was called the um, the, the final warning. Wow, I lost my uh, chain of thought there. Well, actually, I didn't lose my chain of thought. I just hadn't refined my notes, folks. Anyway, he wrote a book called Final Warning, and we talked about it a bunch of times. But also tonight, though, Carl has been kind of hinting around about talking about this other book that he just now has written, and it's called Be Thou Prepared. Equipping, equipping the church for the persecution and times of trouble. Well, let's welcome Pastor Carl. Are you there with me, Carl? I am, Pastor Dan. Thank you so much for having me on again tonight. Looking forward to this. 
You always have such a joyful and upbeat voice. I just love you to death, brother. Thank you, you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, um, be thou prepared, equipping the church for persecution in the end times. A lot of people would think, well, all they got to do is just believe in Jesus and sit out on the couch, and they're prepared. What do you think? Yeah, well, that's that's one of the themes. <laughs> that's one of the themes of my book, and 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 and, and let me just say, thank you for wanting to talk about this. I'm I'm really excited about talking about this book. The people that have read it are just going crazy over it, and I think it's going to really be very useful to a lot of Christians, a lot of churches around the world. But yeah, you know, there is an attitude of look. I'll just have faith in the Lord. I'll just you know, I don't have to do all this preparation stuff. You know, I don't want to look like a crazy prepper, and, and this book, by the way, is not crazy prepper stuff, but it's about the biblical mandate to be prepared. Go to the ant, you sluggard. See how he stores up for the winter, you know, et cetera. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Noah was the first prepper the world ever saw for 100 years. He prepared for the coming wrath of God. And, folks, listening to us tonight, i got to tell you, God's wrath is on the way again. I, I don't know when. I'm not setting dates and times, but, man, the prophetic convergences that are happening before our eyes are undeniable and unbelievable. And uh, so we need to be prepared spiritually. We need to be prepared emotionally, mentally. We need to be prepared physically. And I don't mean your body physically. Of course, that needs to be prepared. But I mean just stuff around you, you know, the the seven basic needs of life, food, water, clothing, shelter, you know, medical supplies, tools, uh, uh, perhaps a, a weapon or two to kind of defend yourself if if need be. And uh, so the book is written very, uh, um, very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's very balanced, Pastor Dan. And yeah, but yeah. what I say to Christians that would say, no, no, we we just got to have faith. I said, well, look, and I, and I say this in the book. Look, of course, of course, we walk in faith. Of course, we walk by faith and not by sight. I mean, you can make all the preparations you want. You can stock your house to to the roof with food and water and 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 guns and ammo and a tornado hits it and, or the earthquake an earth opens up and swallows it and you have nothing i mean I, so so our ultimate trust and faith is in god yes but to say well you know i'm just going to have faith in fact it's it's kind of a sign of faithlessness if 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 you're making preparations and stocking up on stuff i say to people in the book really is that true uh, do you have insurance? Do you wear a seatbelt? Do you have fire extinguishers? Do you have burglar alarms or fire alarms or smoke alarms? Uh, do you lock your doors at night? Uh, do you buy groceries? <laughs> do you, do you, yeah. When you buy when when you buy groceries. Uh, why don't you just quit buying groceries and say, you know, I'm just going to have faith in God that food's going to show up on my front doorsteps. And when you buy groceries, don't you buy for several weeks at the time, sometimes a month or two at the time? Why do you do that? Why are you stocking up? Why are you prepping? Why don't you just go every day? You want to say, well, it saves money. Okay, so you're, you're making preparations and plans to save money. You're trying to be smart. Okay, that that's all this book says, look, Christians, don't be idiots about this. I live in Hurricane Alley, Pastor Dan. I've yeah. been through Katrina and Ivan and Dennis. I've lived as a pastor in this area for thirty years. I we we have dealt with the devastation and the death and the destruction. I've lived where I would wake up the morning after a storm excuse me, not wake up because we didn't sleep, but I would go outside right. the morning after a storm 
and it looked like a nuclear bomb went off. And for days, in fact, uh, after Ivan, it was several weeks before grocery stores were opened and gas stations were opened and roads were cleared. Uh, it was days before we had any law enforcement. Law enforcement couldn't even go up and down the roads. A lot of them were at home taking care of their families and their homes that were utterly destroyed. The jail let and me, the law enforcement. Let me ask. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Well, and during that, you know, those people that were, that wait, you know, the, the same, the people that wait till the last minute think, well, okay, the storm's now coming. I know for sure. I can see it or the weather reports, and they rush to the store, the stores are immediately sold out, and that's chaos, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. In fact, and people go crazy. I mean, if if they think they can't get food and water and gas, and I mean, people, they hurt each other. Your sweet little next-door neighbor can turn into a killer in a disaster where where they think that they're going to die. And so, yeah, food, that's a lot of people don't realize you know, pe- you know, people in the city, the old joke is you ask a guy from the city, where does milk come from? He said, well, it comes from the store down the street. You know, <laughs> no, no, yeah. milk comes from a cow <laughs> out yeah. on the farm that somebody raised. It doesn't come from the store down the street. But, but people think that, and they think, well, I'll always have milk because I'll always have the store down the street. It's been there since I was a kid. It'll be there. Well, but what people don't know is that most grocery stores, even major chains, they only carry a total of about four or five days of food supply. And then they're constantly restocking and getting new shipments. They don't have an endless supply of food in a grocery store. I mean, and if the interstates are down or if there's civil disturbance or martial law or some terrorist attack or a nuclear bomb or some devastating natural disaster, that store might not open again for weeks, maybe months, maybe never in some cases. So yeah, what are you going to do let me say yeah. something about that. You know, people, you're talking about stores, you know, a few days or whatever. Um, I travel on, especially, well, on our missions in churches in Wichita, Kansas, and we never get done till very late. So that puts me traveling, um, you know, the 60-mile journey from Wichita to my little town that I live in, um, you know, very late at night. And so I often stop at Walmart late at night, like after 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, I can't get to a lot of the aisles in there because, Carl, every night, every night, they're restocking shelves. There's trucks lined up, and from about 1 o'clock in the morning to about 5 in the morning, they are restocking every night. Back to you. Exactly. No, no, that's a perfect point, Pastor Dan. I mean, and it just – this book – Listen, it's not an alarmist book. I've been a cop for 10 years. I've been a pastor for 30 years. I am asked every week, especially living down here on the Gulf Coast, for for years. People say, how should I prepare? What should I do? Should I buy extra food and water? How much should I have? I don't want to look like a fool. Should I have a gun? Should I have ammunition? Should I have a bunch of guns and ammunition? I don't want to look like some kind of survivalist. Uh, what, What kind of things should I do? How should I prepare? Uh, or should I just be, you know, walk in faith? And then you get into the tough questions like, well, you know, how should Christians respond to, you know, you say preparing for persecution, but what about turn the other cheek? What about the martyrs? Uh, did Jesus say we should have guns? Should churches protect themselves? Should churches have security teams? Uh, what about Romans 13 that says we should just always obey the government? And, I mean, shouldn't Christians just kind of be meek, little, humble, you know, people walking around saying, I'm just living by faith, you know, whatever you want to do? And so I answer all of those questions and many, many more um, in this book with biblical, sound biblical understanding. 
I, amen, and I really can't wait to read it. Um, let, let's just focus on a couple of points because, you know, naturally, there's no way possible we could do the whole book, and I haven't even had a chance to read it yet. But um, something that you brought up, and I think that uh, we'll use that for the rest of this half, maybe, if it takes you that long. But a lot of Christians are, are just like that. Oh, touch a gun? I, I shouldn't have a gun. You know, uh, can you justify for the people, how they can, you know, as a Christian, they can carry a gun and own a gun and defend themselves. Yes, yes, let me do that. Thanks. Yeah, and we could talk about this for hours, and I won't. I'll give the brief answer to carry us to the bottom of the hour. Um, and that is this. Look, I know that gun ownership and gun use may not be for every single listener. There are people who have aversion to guns. Some have been hurt by guns or traumatized by guns, and they just can't stand the thought of I understand that. But, but you still have a responsibility to protect yourself and those around you, especially innocent ones, if, especially if you're a parent, a mother, or a father, and you have children. Of course, I'm a pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for the relative security of people who come to church there every Sunday. So, so, so the bottom line is this. People say, well, you know, would Jesus carry a gun? What did he say? What does the Bible say about self-defense? Listen, my book, the foreword of my book, is written by a gentleman by the name of Charles Van Wyck. Charles Van Wyck, he wrote the book entitled Shooting Back, The Right and Duty of Self-Defense. Charles Van Wyck is a pastor and a missionary and an internationally renowned best-selling author because he is known as a hero in South Africa. He's South African. And he wrote the foreword to my book. He tells this story, and I, and I tell more of it in, internally in my book. But he was in a megachurch in South Africa. They run, they were running well over 1,000 people. He was retired from the police force. He, ha, he carried a concealed weapon. And in South Africa, it's very difficult to get those permits, but because he was a cop, he had one. The church members, most of them were, you know, kind of leftist pacifists, you know, and, oh, you know, we, we don't like you having that gun in here, and we don't think you need to have faith. You just need to have faith. Well, one Sunday morning in South Africa, not too many years ago, Charles Van Wyck was sitting in the congregation, pistol on his side, under his jacket. Nobody knew he had it, just a little revolver. And the doors burst open, 1,000 people inside. A group of terrorists had shown up. They lobbed a couple of hand grenades in the congregation and killed 40 people, and then they opened fire with their guns. After Charles got his bearing about him, he pulled out his revolver that had six shots, that's all he had, and he started firing at the terrorists, and they fled and screamed like little girls because they're cowards. These, these people are cowards, and, and, they, and they usually think that they're in a sitting duck area in a church or something, uh, and, and, and they fled. He chased them out the door shot at them as they were going away. One of them was hit. I think one might have been killed later. But eventually, when they were caught, they told the police that they were intending on killing everybody in there. They were going to kill over a 1,000 people, men, women, little children, babies, boys and girls. They were going to kill them all. And Charles Van Wyck, the only person armed in that huge church, saved a massacre. I mean, 40-something people were killed because that was just the initial shock of it, but he saved a thousand lives plus probably more. So, you know, I, I, I tell people, look, people who say, well, yeah, I don't think Christians should, should have a gun, and we need to turn the other cheek, et cetera, et cetera. And I say, really? You really think that? So tonight at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're in bed, and somebody kicks your front door in, 
and they start they come in with baseball bats and machetes and they start going down the hall to the rooms of your children are you going to look at them and say go ahead and do whatever you want i'm going to turn the other cheek well of course not if you had a gun you probably would would begin trying to neutralize them even kill them to protect the lives of your children so christians need to be rational about this what did Jesus say about protecting yourself? Well, two, two things I can think of immediately. I've got both of these in my book and some others as well. What did Jesus say? Well, right the night before he was going to be killed and, and crucified with his disciples, he told them, he said, look, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but this is what he said. He was having an intimate conversation. He said, guys, tough times are coming. Evil men are going to get me. They're going to nail me to a cross. And, and you guys are going to be hated and hunted down. And he, and he said to him, he said, look, if you've got a, a coat, an extra coat you can sell, even sandals, sell them. Buy a sword. You, you, you're going to have to protect yourself. Now, back in those days, they didn't have, you know, Glocks and three fifty sevens and right. <laughs> pistols. But, but a sword, right. sir? No, I, I just agreed with you. Yeah, but a sword was a personal defense weapon. And um, in, in some areas of the Roman Empire, absolutely illegal for someone to own and to, and to conceal and to carry uh, other than the government itself. But yet Jesus told them, get, get a sword. You're going to have to defend yourself in the days to come. And then Peter said, well, Lord, we have two here. And Jesus said, with a smile on his face, the Bible doesn't say that, but I, I can imagine that Jesus had a smile. He looked at Peter and said, okay, that'll be enough. You know, but we just got to make sure we have something, and, and you guys are going to need to have this. So, of course, Peter pulled it out when the, when the soldiers came and cut a man's ear off. I guess he thought Jesus said, just go ahead and start chopping people up. But, of course, Jesus didn't say that. But he said, we need to make sh- you need to make sure that you can defend yourself. Now, I think of another thing Jesus said. Um, in, in, in trying to illustrate a spiritual truth to the crowds around him, he, he gave a parable, and, and, and of course the truth, the context of truth, he was talking spiritually, and that is we, you know, we need to protect ourselves against the onslaught of Satan and what he would like to do to us. But what he said was, he said, it's like a man who is in his house and he's fully armed, and then the strong man comes to attack him, but he cannot plunder the house because the man was prepared, the man was armed. He said, or it could be like the man who is not armed and has not defended his home, and the strong man comes and plunders his house. Well, the reason Jesus used that illustration is because it's common sense, uh, uh, self-evident truth. I call it a no-duh truth. Uh, the, The people understood it. Jesus was saying, look, just like you defend your homes, just like commonsensically you, you, you take care of your own children and families, he said, do that spiritually as well, because Satan wants to come in and plunder your family just as well. But the fact is, he used the illustration. He said, a man fully armed, fully armed, protecting his house. So Jesus affirmed the fact that there is nothing unfaithful, there's nothing ungodly, there's nothing wrong about a man of God, a woman of God, a people of God, taking natural, common-sense, self-defense uh, measures. I think of Nehemiah on the wall, Pastor Dan. He, he told the men, yeah, he said, while you got a shovel, while you're digging and working, I want you also to have a sword on your side. He posted yeah. other men with spears, spears and bows and arrows. 
You know, I think of Moses getting the children of Israel out of Egypt. He, he divided the men up into fighting units and fighting men, and, and, and they uh, made and took up whatever arms they could and, and defended themselves, uh, not only on the way out of Egypt, but while they were in the wilderness for 40 years. They had a regular military they finally developed among the people, among the fighting men. Um, yeah, so, yeah and, and so these are God's people. I mean, we can find throughout the scriptures where God's people are told, look, defend yourselves, not only nationally, but also personally. So that's something I deal with in my book uh, to greater extent than what we've just talked. I know we're running out of time, but it, 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 people, let me turn yeah, that we, down. We've, so got about, we've got about seven seconds before we – well, we need, we got about a minute before break. Um, well, you go ahead. Abs- yeah. uh, anyway, folks, the book is called Be Thou Prepared. And you, I really strongly suggest you go to Carl's website, which I'm going to make him give the address in a minute. But there are all the other books that I mentioned. And make sure that if you haven't picked up a couple of final warning, you really need to do that. You'll make you realize where we're at. And then you get this be out prepared because, folks, you need to be prepared. I do not know how the Christian church and Christianity ever got around to the way that we we seem to be now. Turn the other cheek and let yourself be slaughtered because that's not what the Bible says. Now then, Carl, where can they find your wonderful ministry? Thank you. CarlGallops.com, C-A-R-L-G-A-L-L-U-P-S, CarlGallops.com. Everything about me is there, my books, all my videos, thousands of them, my teaching stuff, my church link, my radio programs, everything right there. Boy, listen to what he said, folks, everything about him. Anyway, we'll be back in three minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. 
No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free to air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75 centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541 225 4659. That's 541 225 4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com. Or simply call 316-619-4886. 
and uh, they were talking about buying something that they heard in a commercial. Well, folks, those things that you buy in those commercials, that's the radio station. And I strongly suggest that you test out their products because uh, uh, ABR has some pretty trustworthy products, but that is the station. That's not us. We don't sell anything. Um, what all comes is we come, it's by faith. That's how we do it, it's by faith. We don't sit in, on the couch and, couch and wait for the money to come and feed. We get up off the couch, we get in the car, and we go to the mission church, we open the door, and we feed the people. The Father has never let us down. That's why I will spend down to the last of everything in my pocket, because it's not my money, it's the Father's money, and He will replenish it. So pray about supporting this mission uh, church. You see, we've got no guidelines for anything, when people come in, they ask for a prayer. If we have a way to fill the need, we fill the need. If we don't, well, then we pray it in and pray for the people. Anyway, people who have millions of dollars in their budget send people to a place that really has no budget. You know, we are the last hope for so many. And, folks, we are responsible to care one for another. And as me as a preacher, my motto as a preacher is a preacher should be the brokest guy on the block because he gave all the money away. And that's usually how it is. You know, we are our brother's keepers. All donations, no matter what size, helps. But the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. You can donate online or by mailing a check or money order, and you can find all of this information at prophecyhour.com. Or if you need to, you can call me for information at 620-878-4682. And do not forget, if you have a prayer request that you would like uh you can call me for that. But if you have one that you want to send me in the mail or by email, I will print it out. If it comes by email, I'll take it and we'll pray on it at service, anoint it with oil and pray on it. And if you include your address, we'll mail it back to you. And that's, of course, no charge to you. So pray about it. And now we're back talking with a, a wonderful pastor, if he can hear me. Anyway, it's Pastor Carl Gallops, and we're talking about his new book. What's the name of that book, Carl? Yeah, the name of that book is "Be Thou Prepared: Equipping the Church for Time." For, excuse me, equipping the church for persecution and times of trouble. Be thou prepared. Amen. Well, that that that's wonderful because you know I have so many you know over the years because I, I what I do I I have so many say well we're just gonna you know by faith you know we're just doing it all by faith we're gonna sit on the couch and. And, uh, you know, I guess they believe that God's going to keep the grocery store open. I don't know. But yeah. they just don't want to prepare. And I really yeah. don't understand that, especially with all the – I mean, you should. we should be prepared for just a storm or a tornado or anything. But, you know, more and more we find that, you know, people say, oh, I can't get prepared. You know, that's that's tempting the Lord. Back to well, you. you know, yeah, and you know, brother, thank you. And, and that is – almost exclusively an American or highly westernized attitude. And here's what I mean by that. Most of the world doesn't live like that. Most of the rest of the world realizes they have to prepare. Some of them eke out a life day by day. Some of them don't eat but one meal a day if they get that. And, and, and they understand about rational, reasonable preparedness. And the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation speak of being prepared, either spiritually, which is, which is very important, and, and or, along with that, physically. And we look at the, and I do this with my book. I go all the way back to the early church. 
And I look how they provided for each other and took care of each other and sold some of their own possessions and, and brought money before the church to be used to helping other people. Why? Well, there was famine in the land. There were earthquakes in the land, natural disasters. But guess what? There was also persecution. For the first several decades, the early church was made up entirely of Jews. Most of them, because they were believers in Christ, had lost their families. They were rejected. They were, uh, you know, a lot of them lost their livelihood, their family business that they would have had or inherited or were working in. Uh, some of them lost their total financial uh, wealth, uh, and, and, and some of the churches were in difficult times because of difficult natural disasters, and Paul was taking up collections for the churches, for the church of Jerusalem. So we examine in the New Testament, they were feeding the widows because widows had a tough time in those days. So what was the church doing? Well, it was, it was preparing, it was prepping, if you will, and, and taking care of one another. And that's the key, and I really make this uh, emphasis in my book, Pastor Dan, that look, the reason, and uh, let, me, let me give this spiritual point, and then I'll give you an illustration that I have lived that should be pretty dramatic. Okay. The point is, the spiritual point is this. We prepare, we store up a little food, we store up a little water and water cleansing devices, we make sure we have shelter and tools and methods to protect ourselves, etc., in case things happen. Make sure we have a little extra medicine. If you're a diabetic or you're a heart patient, what are you going to do? If you're in a tornado or a hurricane zone or an earthquake zone and you can't get to a doctor maybe for weeks, maybe months, what are you going to do about your diabetic supplies? What are you going to do about your heart medication? If you don't have it, you die. I mean, of course we, we've, we are in constant state of preparing. But watch, I tell Christians, you don't have to look like a, a, a shaggy, bearded, grub-eating, camouflage-wearing, hiding in the woods in a hole-in-the-ground prepper. You don't have to do that. Just go on with your life. But while you're doing it, just take some, take some 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 common sense precautions. Make some preparations for tough times. You don't know when civil disobedience may break out. Look at Ferguson. I mean, Ferguson just changed into a war zone overnight. People were going about their innocent daily lives, and there was a police shooting, and that town has never been the same since. And right. and and there were days when people couldn't come out of their homes. There was martial law. There were there were, you know rioting in the streets and more you know threats of violence. And you, you you couldn't just send your wife to the grocery store in, in Ferguson in those days. What what do you do? Okay. Well, so so I tell Christians, look, make your preparations. And here's the spiritual principle. Number one, because you are you are biblically commanded to prepare for your family. The man who does not provide for his own family is worse than an unbeliever, the Scripture says. Okay? So prepare for yourself and for your family, commonsensically, for tough times, whatever they may be, number one. Number two, we do that not so we can run and hide in a hole and put your arms around your food and water. This is mine, 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 mine. We do it so that we are then free to minister to the world around us in times of tragedy. And I emphasize that in my book over and over and over. Now let me give you and your listeners a, a real-life example. Okay. So my family, I've got a, a grown son. He's married and, and has you know a son of his own, my grandson. My family, we were in my home in northwest Florida when Hurricane Ivan hit us dead on. The eye went right over us, 163-mile-an-hour sustained winds, 190-mile-an-hour wind gusts for hours and hours and hours. 
it stripped bark off of trees, leaves off of trees, toppled huge trees, every power pole, towers, uh, buildings, ripped roofs off of buildings, the county jail, the law enforcement center destroyed it, uh, people's homes, thousands of homes decimated and destroyed. A tidal surge came in on the shore, went, I forgot how far, a mile inward, flooded people, uh, hurt people, uh, destroyed homes and cars and property. It was a war zone. We went through that. We rode that out in my house, and man, I, it was the grace of God that we weren't killed that night. We had tornadoes ripping through our front yard. You could hear them. Got up the next morning, you could see the trees just twisted out and laid over like matchsticks where the tornadoes missed our home by 100 feet but devastated everything in front of it. We went outside. We couldn't get out of our driveway. We couldn't drive down the street. Even if we did get out of a driveway, you couldn't go down the street. The streets were just completely covered in, in, in debris and, and power lines. All right, so we're in a war zone, and I'm going to tell you, Pastor Dan, the first thing that went through my mind when I opened the door and looked out, because we had our windows boarded. We couldn't see out the windows. I had to open the door. It was like Dorothy stepping into the Wizard of Oz. I mean, we just said, oh, my gosh, we're not even living in the same state. Where are we? It just looked like somebody had dropped a nuclear bomb. The first thing that went through my head was, okay, we're all safe. Nobody's injured. I looked at the house. We didn't have any leaks or roof damage that I knew of. We had shelter. We had prepared. We had some generators. We had some fuel. We had food that would last several weeks, maybe even several months if we were careful. We had water stored, and we had water-cleansing materials. Of course, we had the clothing in our house. We had guns and ammo because we're hunters, and we believe in the Second Amendment, so we had all of that. And I made that assessment in my mind in 30 seconds. I mean, I was, that was my first concern, is my family provided for? As soon as that was over, I looked at my son, and he said the same thing at about the same time I did. He said, we said, there are people dead in this. We've got to go help. We've got to go help. And my son had a four-wheel drive pickup, great, big old, uh, huge Chevrolet four-wheel drive jacked up. So we said, okay. We loaded the back end with chainsaws, shovels, axes. We took ice chests full of food, water. We took some extra clothing. We didn't know what we were going to find. We took chains and come-alongs, and your country folks will know what all that is. And we loaded that thing up, and we started cutting our way out of our own yard, then down through the street, and then we would drive over whatever we could with that four-wheel drive, and we started looking for people that were hurt, people that were calling for help. Uh, we, we, we went as far as we could go. We strapped guns on our sides. We put an AR-15 in the front seat. There was no law enforcement, Pastor Dan. It was, you know, people, you know, in tragedies, people say, hey, is somebody coming? When the authorities going to get here? Well, let me tell you what, that hurricane... There, there was nobody coming, Pastor Dan, nobody. If I had been laid up in there with a, a broken back and a, and, a, and a leg severed because of the storm, there was nobody coming for me. And so that's, you know, people forget that life can turn on a dime. And so, but watch. So we went out and ministered to others, Pastor Dan. People couldn't believe it. You know, I can't believe you've come to help me. Well, we're doing it in the name of Christ. We're doing it yeah, in the name of Jesus. We were ministering to people. We were giving the witness. We were giving the gospel to people. We were helping other people. 
uh, we got a we finally made our way to the river. Uh, we got a boat. We we got on the river. We were going around. The boats were overturned. People's houses were underwater. I mean, we just went out on a life-saving mission. And you know why we could do that? Because we were prepared. That's my yeah. point. Amen. Amen. Double amen. And you know what? Uh, people talk about, you know, oh, and they. I hear a lot of them say, well, we're going to do, there's going to be great miracles and things are going to happen. You know, during, you know, the tribulation period and through this tough time. Well, what you just said, yeah, absolutely. But you should make those provisions because here's the thing. If you're not one of those that are out there with the provisions to help others, you're going to be one of the ones that need to be provided for. And, yes, I do believe that, uh, miraculously, um, our Lord will take care of some people. But I believe he's going to use those people, like you, people that will have a witness and understanding so they'll know and understand. And so, yes, it's going to be a great witnessing time, but we need to be prepared. And absolute. Back to you. Thank you. Well, no, you're absolutely right. And, and, and of course, of course, ultimately our faith is in God. And, of course, there are times when we're going to have to depend upon the miraculous. Uh, but, you know, sometimes God works miraculous through his people. And so, so, so let's say you're sitting there totally unprepared, so I'm just going to trust in the Lord. And the next day, a hurricane comes through, devastates your entire life, shuts your city down. You're not prepared. You've got enough food for another day or two. Maybe you forgot to go shopping that week. You don't have any fuel. You don't have a generator. You, you know, you, the water supply has been totally polluted, and, and, and you know, and, and you don't have means to take. And, and all of a sudden you realize, my gosh, if nobody comes, we could die in a few days. And then you start praying, Lord, miraculously, uh, you know, uh, show. and what happens? Carl shows up at your house with food and water and clothes. Oh, praise yeah. God, the Lord miraculously provided. Yeah, but it's because I was faithful enough and biblical enough to prepare and use me. But that's not really a very good description of your faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Carl. And there's the point. You know, we see... Generally, I mean, while we have seen in the Bible the manna and different things, you know, miraculously appear, though the standard is, I like to go to Joseph, you know. Joseph prepared, and he prepared, and he he kept the whole country alive. But why? Because he prepared, and it was biblical, and it was the right thing to do. But the point is, is that the Father usually, instead of making it appear out of nowhere, he uses people like Carl or like us or like others to fulfill that need because that's how he does it. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, can can the Lord cause a bush to burst into flame? Can he part the Red Sea? Uh, Of course. But I only read of one burning bush in the entirety of human history. I only read of one parting of the Red Sea. But he can, and he works miracles all the time. Listen, I, I, I see miracles. I've seen miracles. I, I praise God for miracles. I'm a believer in miracles. I pray for miracles, and I have witnessed miracles. But I'm, I mean, but I'm saying the vast majority of the time he works through his people. He works through the church. He works through the body of Christ. And, and, and sadly, it's usually the ones that are prepared and the ones that have given forethought 
you know that that have to do all the work while those that are sitting around saying i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be a person of faith really wind up kind of being a moocher and a freeloader now we don't mind we're going to take care of our brothers and sisters but please just know it doesn't speak well of your quote faithfulness when you're having to be bailed out because you didn't prepare yeah, amen. And I think a lot of that comes back from there being is that it's a gospel that they're being spoon fed because if they were reading the Bible, they would feel like you and I. I do truly believe that, but I just don't think that the American people or Western people are really reading the Bible. I think they're being sped, spoon fed a doctrine of hey, you know, make sure you donate. Um, you know, you believe in Jesus, sit down. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be smooth. I think that's what they've been spoon-fed, and it's called them out of action. And the out of action it's also called them from, it's stopped them from speaking up about all of these things that are bringing judgment upon us, and they've been silent. So, you know, a lot of it is, you know, all the way across, you know. Yeah. No, no, I, I think you're right. And I I deal with some of that in my book. I, I just want to tell your listeners, look, this book, I mean, it's been heavily endorsed, and that doesn't, you know, mean that it's, you know, the gospel truth from beginning to end. But it's been heavily endorsed by, by, by really renowned and well-known uh, men and women of God. And excuse me. And, and the thing that they're all saying about it is, look, this book could save your life. I mean, you know, this book is 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 balanced. It is uh, it is biblical. It is deeply spiritual, but at the same time, it's very very practical. There are four or five chapters in the middle of it. You'll see when you read it, Pastor Dan, that a how-to manual. You know, what are the seven basic needs of life? How to supply them? People ask me questions all the time as a former cop. Well, what kind of guns do I need? Well, I I deal with that. Now, you know, I don't go to great lengths. I'm not trying to be a a gun expert, although I right. am. <laughs> but 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 I'm not, you know, but I'm not trying to have a gun manual, but I answer Christians' questions. Uh, everything from, you know, should we turn the other cheek and what about the martyrs to, you know, what kind of guns do I need? Uh, you know, how do I how do I purify water? In emergency, how do I store food for long periods of time without it rotting? Uh, should I get seeds? What do I do with seeds? What kind of seeds should I get? Should, you know, I mean, I deal with all of that in four or five chapters right in the middle. But before you get to that, I deal with a lot of Bible and headlines. And hey, and listen, you and I haven't even the show's almost over. We haven't even talked about about persecution. Good oh, gracious! Yeah. Good gracious! Yeah. With this. With this new Supreme Court ruling of gay marriage, that that radical element of that faction, they're going to come straight to the churches. They're going to go straight in the public school systems. They're going to start teaching your children the mechanics of homosexual sex. They're going to start demanding that Christian business owners, even churches and pastors, submit to their will. Uh, and, and, and service their needs like, you know, marriage and business, and you're going to have to do it, and or we're going to sue you. Some of them are going to get radical and attack. Um, this this uh, gentleman, uh, not gentleman, excuse me, that's not a good word, this killer the other day that killed uh, the news, the two news people, um, he was a, a, a homosexual racist, you know, and full, yeah. filled with anger and just started attacking and killing, and it was horrible and tragic. But listen, what if somebody like that comes to a church? I mean, so, so you, you know, my book addresses all of that. What about all the Muslims that are being uh, implanted into our 
into our nation, hundreds of thousands a year under this administration alone. And, and some of them have ties to, uh, to the Muslim Brotherhood and to terrorism. We know that. Our borders are porous. Uh, the racial divide in our nation is horrific in some areas. Civil disobedience. What if the stock market truly, oh, we had a little blip the other day. It didn't even make it into the top 15 of, of devastations. Uh, right. But, but what, if, what if it crashes? What if the world economy crashes? I mean, people are going to turn on each other. Your next-door neighbor could turn into a killer. So, we, you know, that's why this, this book is titled, Be Thou Prepared. Right. And then the subtitle is, Preparing the Church or equipping the church for persecution and times of trouble. You, right. People need this book. It's the only book in the world right now that is like this. There are a lot of prepper manuals out there, but this is not a prepper manual. This is a, 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 a treatise, an eclectic understanding of this whole issue. And how do we respond biblically? How do we respond uh, spiritually? How do we respond emotionally? And then how do we respond logistically and, 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 and with physical preparation? So it kind of covers everything, and I, I think people are going to really get a lot of use out of this. Well, right, and you should bring a lot of practicality to it, not just because of your biblical knowledge, but because you are an ex-law enforcement officer, so, you know, uh, that should, help, should have helped in the writing of this book. Yeah, yeah. Well, it did. It did uh, a, a lot because uh, because I've dealt with protection and personal protection and safety. I've dealt with laws about who's obligated to who. I mean, I, I quote Supreme Court rulings in my book that the Supreme Court has said the police are not obligated to protect you. They're not. Right. They're obligated to clean up the mess after it's over. Uh, they're obligated to try to catch the guy that slaughtered your family, but they're not obligated to protect you. That's a Supreme Court ruling. Um, right. Who's obligated to protect us? You are. You are. Right. And, and right. so, I mean, I, I deal with that in my book. How, how, how did I know all that? Because I, I lived it for 10 years. I knew the laws. I enforced the laws. I had to go to school to study all of those laws. And so, yeah, and, and plus I've been in shootings. I've been shot at. I've had to shoot at people as a, as a police officer. I know what's involved. And so, you know, I write about this, and, and I'm trying to help the average Christians and the average pastors and the average churches out there who just don't know the answers to these things, or they're not sure if their answers are correct, or they're not sure if their answers are biblical. You know, what do we do about this? What does a pastor say? What does a, a former lawman who is a man of God, what does he say? Well, I put it all in a book. Everything that I know about this, I've dumped it into this book. Okay. Um, we've got about a minute left. Two things I want to say is, is, well, first now, folks, that new book is called Be Thou Prepared. Um, but, Carl, uh, I've been watching some of your things that have come up. Um, really, uh, soon I'm gonna, I'll get a hold of your agency or whatever. I want you to come back on and talk to the people because uh, you've got a lot of good points about this new persecution that's coming in like through our schools with gay history and some of these other things, and I want you to come back and talk about it. Um, and that'll take a whole program. So anyway, you be blessed, Carl. Tell them where your website's at, where they can find the books, and we'll get out of here. Thank you. I would always be honored to come back on the show. CarlGallops.com. CarlGallops.com. Everything is there. Or you can go to Amazon, put my name on Amazon, go to my author page, and see all of that stuff there, too. All right. Will you be blessed, brother? Thanks and shalom to you. You too. Thank you. Shalom. Well, folks, um, 
Carl Gallups, you've heard him on the air a lot of times if you're one of my regular guests, if you're or one of my regular listeners. If not, if you're new, Carl Gallups is a is a, a retired police officer, well, and uh, he's been a pastor for a number of years. He writes a lot of books. He does some good things. Go check him out at carlgallops.com or wherever you find this show, radio program, not show. Shows are to entertain. We are here to teach you, so it's a program. Anyway, uh, you can find a link at our website. So uh, prepare, folks. It's not a big thing. Buy extra. If you're on some kind of medication, talk to your pharmacist and get a, a few months' supply of that medication because, you know, if a civil disorder happens, a fire, anything, you can be without your medicine for months, and that could, in a lot of cases, kill you. So pray about it. Don't just rely on God to do it. Listen to God. uh, He will tell you to prepare. The Bible tells you to prepare. Anyway, you must remember that there is only one God. He is your father. He's a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins. He rose after how many? After three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him and only through him is the way to the Father. If you don't have Yeshua in a personal relationship, all this preparation means nothing. Pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. If you can, make a donation tonight. If not, you can mail it to me. Lord our God, Father King Universe, asking Yeshua HaMashiach's name that the Father blesses and keeps you, and his face shines upon you, and is gracious to you, and gives you peace. Until next Thursday, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for the Messiah's Branch. Closed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes. Now in the street, they all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com. Or simply call 316 316- 
American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one of 40 $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit discount gold and silver trading at dgscoins.com. That's dgscoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Got a package for the wishes A time machine, a magic wand A globe made out of gold No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Acme's build a world to be 
We just got off the bus. Welcome to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on American Voice Radio Network. Only on this radio network can you hear the eloquent tones of Richard L. Stump, who I believe has already joined us. Is that true, Richard? I'm sure here. Excellent, excellent. And John Panagudi, our New England State Director. John, please. Uh, good evening, and I haven't gotten off the bus yet, but uh, stand by. I'll, I'll be there shortly. <laughs> don't get hurt. Yeah, don't get hurt. And then um, Mark will be joining us from Australia if he hasn't already. And then Dr. Dan Cobb, the infamous single-needle acupuncturist from Santa Fe, will be doing dog tricks tonight. <laughs> well, actually, he doesn't know any dog tricks, so he'll probably just have to talk about medicine and all that stuff. Um and then uh, next week, we will be having a GCMAF ping pong tournament. <laughs> That's original. Well, okay. what is it? A ping pong tournament. Remember how uh, Nixon went to, to China and, and made friends because they played ping pong? Oh, ping pong. Ping pong. I thought yeah. you said King Kong. No, no, no. That was a movie from 1938 with Fay Ray. Yeah, he- on the Empire State Building. And you know, he did it very well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just phenomenally. He's taking on Danny Sulphur, I think. Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but we are ha- having Cruton Ramon join us tonight from Hawaii. And so he may, he may be just a little bit late, but you know, uh, I mean, we're we're closing the net on the one percent. By the way, can you can anybody hear me? Because I don't know which mic I'm speaking into. They're speaking profoundly loud. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Richard. Um, yes. and, um, so, but you know, tonight we have to really decide what motivation, what motivation in the world. Could uh, anybody, let alone the pharmaceutical industry, have to kill doctors who care? Well, they want to increase the bottom line. That's it. Always the bottom line. Oh, I know, but doctors, doctors who care don't make a lot of money. Oh, well, they put some of them in prison, you know. <laughs> easy. I got off easy. I'm still around needling. <laughs> But, you know, the um, uh, there's uh, I get these vaccine impacts. The right word. I should have said something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I can hear Adam in the background. How's he doing? I've okay. landed. I'm okay. I'm back from Texas. Oh, great. That's great. Now, and it's um, and 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 I don't know that. Cobb has any questions for you tonight back from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll find out, you know, as soon as he's, as soon as he's joining us. They'll, they'll be like the, the second team, you know, I mean, you're, you're playing football and you bring in the, 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 the ringers. 
<laughs> Bruce Prude and Ramon and the single single needle acupuncturist. <laughs> this will, I, I don't think the other team has a chance. So, but why would they? Why would they? You know, all you have to do is besmirch someone. Dr. Andrew Wakefield in Austin, Texas, all they did was besmirch him and call him a lying bastard, pardon my French, and, and then threaten his wife and his kids. And he's been in Austin ever since. You know, that's a pretty smart policeman, you know, who gets out of town before they hang him. <laughs> but, you know, now that he's escaped, it's his job to go back. Uh, Adam, you must know the story of St. Patrick, don't you? Is the Ireland saint? Yeah, but he never, he wasn't from Ireland. He was from Scotland. That's he was, right. He was kidnapped by the, by the uh, Picts and taken to Ireland, where he was sort of a slave person. And then he escaped and then returned as a missionary. Oh, my goodness. There never were any snakes in Ireland. The snakes are not that stupid. Aha. Uh-huh. My so, son actually was mad at uh, during St. Patrick's Day. He refused to celebrate it because he's into snakes, and St. Pat supposedly shooed the snakes out of Ireland. But well, my no. Swami friend told them that the snakes could swim, so they just swam to the mainland. Well, the other thing is there really were never any snakes in Ireland. Aha. Because the pigs ate them. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't had a good snake stew, you've just never, you know, you've just had a, never had a good dinner. So, but we, to get back to this idea of uh, two television reporters were shot somewhere, or not, and boy, that made the, that made everybody's news channel. But now we, so we got ten doctors, you know, if you count Doctor Gold, and you talk uh, Andrew Molden, and then the uh, the lady osteopath, I think her name is Jessie. I'm not really good at names because I don't think it's important. It's important for them, they're dead. But for us, you know, they're martyrs. You know, and, and every time you think that uh, the bad guys have created martyrs, what's happened? Uh, Richard, you want to feel that one? I mean, every time they make martyrs, what happens? Uh, they put them on a cross. Well, that, but after that, I mean, then what happens? I mean, then the, the people... Well, they become heroes then. Yeah, then... then well, and then the, pe- the people rise up. They rise up, and 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 they defeat the evil folk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Well, they never really succeeded on that very much. The rise up. We're still working on the crucifixion. Well, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. No, well, I mean it goes on and on and on and on, martyr after martyr, all gone to hell for the same reason. I mean, well, I shouldn't have said that. They're going to happen for the same reason. Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't know you don't know these girls personally. You can't go around saying that. I mean, well, I very- can't see this waiting for all these virgins, these Muhammad dudes. Why don't they get busy in real life? Hang on. Like Texas, sex education never went to the Middle East. <laughs> Are you a virgin? Oh, of course I am. Oh, of course I am. Yes, I'm a virgin. Yes, yes, please take me. Please. Hey, you win, Patrick. You win. <laughs> well, remember, I have some of these girls in the study. <clears throat> From the Middle East, you know. And, uh, How did they react? Uh, like uh, darlings. 
Oh, they just talk to you real nice, huh? Well, they're uh, they're actually really nice people. You know, they were these are people who were educated in the upper classes, even though they were women, so they don't mean anything. But well, you make your skin look like they're twenty years old. That's each young woman about seventy five, sixty five. You make them look like they're twenty five, right? Hey, hey, even when in the gang shoppers, they take yeah. it every day. Exactly, and even in the Middle East, that sells. Even in Israel, that sells. If we could get Netanyahu to take organic sulfur, he wouldn't be such a crusty bastard. Oh, yeah, and his complexion would improve, too. And I think he wants to marry a Palestinian girl when she's 14. <laughs> but, you know, there's laws and rules and there's real estate projects. Yeah, yeah. So being that no one else has jumped in and told us why. Who's joined us? Who's come in? Mark from Oz. Is this Hi, Mark? Guys. Are they trying to break your house down, Mark? I can hear a lot of <laughs> commotion in the background. Uh, yes, I'm just outside venue at the moment. I will be changing to a quieter space soon. And I, I have been asked to uh, notify you that Frank has tried twice, and I have witnessed to it that he's tried to get the old guests on, but it's both gone to voice uh, oh. recording. No, hang on. Susan Ramon has a life. You know, he he teaches uh, algebra to four-year-olds, so he 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 can't just break away anytime he wants. Uh huh. Just in case it comes up. Yeah, he's on. And then Dan, you know, Dan in Santa Fe, and the, and the clocks in Santa Fe are never on time. <laughs> did you get my email today? Um, I, I, you did I, see it. No, I didn't. What, what, no, I, I was, so share with the audience what your email said, unless it's really nasty. Uh, no, it was just about, um, uh, you know, unfortunately with these holistic practitioners and or other MDs who have been sharing information about GCMAF yeah. and um, how the news has reached down here. Uh, and this particular website, uh, funnily enough, was from a, a, a pharmaceutical, um, a wanting to better pharmaceutical practices type of website. Really? And, and hold, it, uh, hold, yeah. hold, hold it just a minute. You know that that's got to be uh, underground counterfeit health. Uh, you still there? Mark, are you there? Yep, yep, yep. Are you pounding on your chest so you can breathe? Yep, I'm still here. But no, no, it's definitely, it's definitely reached certain circles with regards to the disappearance of... Um, of, of uh, of those people who are uh, promoting GCMAF. You know, we've been told that they really aren't dead. They were just sent to the underground biosphere in Arizona. Uh, and they're there with the Columbia astronauts and the, you know, all those other people. Because evidently, we don't die. We just have, we're just, re, we just reappointed. We have to go to Antares or we have to go underground or we have to go, we have to work on the, on the Fed. If we're really bad, we have to go and work on the Fed. Hmm. So yeah, we we might be we might be down under, but we're not uh, completely out of it. So we, we eventually filters down. <laughs> no, the, the interesting thing about it is, even down under, when you say no, it's still no. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I mean, the uh, they're just. There aren't a lot of movies about Australia that I that I liken to, but the man from Snowy River. Appeal to me. You know, 
and uh, and and why? Because he thought he could. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's like the little the little train that thought he could. The little train. The little train. Yep. Yeah. So the uh, we're ignoring the, the rest of our uh, uh, folks. So here's the reason that. Uh, you stop beating that child, Mark. <laughs> uh, I, I will be moving location soon. Sorry, everyone. No problem. So, uh, fear is the reason that these good doctors are dead. Not dead because they were afraid. The people who killed them were afraid. Now, if they're afraid of something called GCM. I can't talk. Uh, okay, so here, I'll sneak it in. What's written about GCMAF is what we've observed regarding organic In certain places, so far, organic sulfur has been legal in every place. Because we've tried to kill people in every place. And we fail. But they should be coming after us. They should be shooting at us and but they don't they don't actually control what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh and, and John will like this. Way back when, when Al Gore said that he invented the Internet, no, it's not true. Tipper Gore, who had a little more time on her hands, she invented the Internet. She wanted to, you know, gossip with her friends. And rumor has it that we can all gossip with our friends. And rumor has it we can all say no. You know, if they say, well, we're going to hurt you because you said no, and we'll, we'll say, well, turn around and look who's behind you. You know, George Armstrong Custer woke up after murdering a, a peaceful Sioux village and found a whole bunch of Indians surrounding him. And his statement was, where did all these damn Indians come from? That's a West Point graduate. And it was also his last statement. <laughs> and it will also be the last statement of the 1%. Where did all these damn Indians come from? So... How do we how do we get the message to the people who are killing these people that they've sort of already lost? Mums are a good start. Mums? No, is that a flower? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> uh, uh, mothers. Mothers. Oh, yeah. you, you think the girls? We, you think we're going? You know, no, no one on the show right now is a girl. Unless is anybody a girl? Uh, I, no. Okay, um, so but it, it's on the, it's on the strength of the girls. Men are sperm donors, you know. Don't spread it around. Uh, women carry babies. They raise babies. They make families. They make homes, and um, and you know, and all our our only job is just to love them. That's our only job. Just love them, mm. Mm. and then they and they do the rest. And, uh, and and it'll be the mothers who say, no, Jerry Brown, no, 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 Jerry Brown. I'm going to keep my little child home and, and homeschool that little child instead of having you poison this 
beautiful child that I worked so hard to make, you know, just for political gain. But there's 271 new vaccines they've got in the pipeline, I read. You know, they, they have, a, have a vaccine that they inject in your rectal orifice to treat uh, toenail fungus. No, I made that up. I just wanted to buy up right now. So, um, Ann and Putin have not joined it. Um, what have, you know, when you were in Texas, young man. Yes. What did you learn? I learned that they now paint Greyhound buses blue. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on the highway for a long time. Uh, that that happened a long time ago. <laughs> I learned that I needed extra liquid because I drove uh, there in three days in 111-degree weather in the shade without air conditioning in my car. Uh, and was that by your choice? Uh, I just – we don't need air conditioning here in Santa Barbara, so I've never oh, – I, Oh, I see. I see. You don't, you don't have to make ice. Air conditioned by God, like we are in uh, San Francisco, they say that. Oh, uh, well, that's true. That's true. On occasion, you get taco. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I Let's see. The woman can say, uh, I'm going to try to read this, and I don't do this well. Frank has shared this little tidbit. The women can say no, but it's the fathers who make the killers stop. Oh, but wait. Is that girly power? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I read poorly. I mean, look, I was dyslexic when I was five. I'm still so dyslexic. If I have to read with people looking at me, <laughs> I don't do it well. <laughs> Who's looking at me? There's a couple of birds right up here in the tree. Stop that. Okay, but the the, the point is, um, men run off to war. Men run off to wars. Men run off to the sea. And who stays home and does all the stuff? Anybody Anybody guess here? Can I get a guess here, Frank? All the women but the Amazons. Well, yeah, but, you know, they're a special group. Uh, did you see the uh, Amazon, uh, let's see, the cannibal or something, the Amazon women of the cannibal forest of uh, avocados or something? With, uh, <laughs> I missed that one. Oh, it's, well, it's one of our it's, uh, one of our great comedians is in it, and they uh, they actually glued hair on his chest. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not good with names. I apologize, and I, I think the reason is that if I offend someone, I don't use their name, then they don't know I've offended them. <laughs> so, um, the re- you know, the reason that GCMAF is dangerous is because it works. So that's what it says. We don't know. We don't do that. Next week, we'll have some people on who do that, and then we'll find out. Um, but when you, you know, when you talk to someone who's sort of schooled in the medical arts, uh, heal and cure are only words used by the Pope when talking to hair lips and cripples. And that doesn't even work. So it's not allowed in medicine. You can make people feel better. You can relieve their pain. You can relieve their suffering. But cure and heal? No, 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 no. that doesn't work. So when, you know, when this upstart 
Dr. Jeff Bradstreet to start saying stuff like he can cure autistic kids, well, he used the wrong words. You know, because he didn't cure anything. Those kids cured themselves. The people who had serious chronic problems, they cured themselves. Jeff didn't do anything. See, and now he's dead. I can prove it. He didn't do anything. He's dead. But the fear that got him dead is the jugular vein of the pharmaceutical industry. That fear will bring them down. So we've got, we've got girls who are going out on the street tomorrow in scantily clad um, 1930s uh, swimsuits uh, with signs that say, sell off pharma drugs stock and sell off chemical drug stocks. Now, you know, I mean, I know it's tacky, but it'll probably work. These are really pretty girls. So now, I, you know, we don't do this so I can just listen to myself talk. So I would like someone else to venture uh, a, a comment or, a, uh, or a, a, a critical analysis on whether there really is swamp gas on Jupiter. <laughs> I'm no, from Antares. We don't have the information on Jupiter. Yo, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, it's a long way away. It's farther away than Earth. We wave at the Jupiterians as we fly by. I understand that. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a long, it's a long spiral order. Oh, there. There is what we can talk about. I'm talking about something that's very interesting. Uh, Mark lives down under, and so the toilet spins one way. And we live up hmm. here, and the toilet spins the other way. When you look into space at the giant nebulas, which way are they spinning? And is it all about the spin? Not why this. doesn't the why doesn't the moon spin? Why doesn't the moon spin? Because it's it's hanging on a string. I mean, don't you you know don't you ever listen to the '30s songs? No. I mean that's mm-hmm. it's just hanging out there. You know, it's, it's got a big crane and the crane's invisible. I would like to, that technology. I'd like that. But you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Mark. You know, it's that's the that's the question of the ages that no one's ever tried to answer. Does any, do you know anybody who's ever tried to answer it? Well, I heard the man in the moon gets dizzy, so he put an end to it. Well, my favorite one is that there's a secret colony of uh, troglodytes that live on the other side. <laughs> and they just oh, the, the their... ones that survive on, on blue cheese, I remember. Well, that's, <laughs> isn't that what troglodytes eat? <laughs> Only on the moon. The, uh, let me ask you, let me ask you a question of um, with regards to this this particular this, um, uh, sulfur hour plus one. And if someone wants to to log in and listen, um, how, how do they do it? Is it they just go onto the website and they can just click a, a particular spot that has the the sulfur hour plus one? Well, they, they're called archives. And when you click oh, on okay. your, so, so yeah, not yeah. live? Pardon? Not live? Well, I, I, I hang on just a minute. Uh, Byte yeah, or, if they, if yeah, they go I, live, uh, live sorry. It, if yeah. they go live, just uh, you go to the website and then there's different streams. Pick the one that's compatible with your computer that you can listen to. Hello. You know, I, I don't know what kind of bird that is, but it's sure a nice bird. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and here goes. Okay, now this is we're going to stop making needles. This is the song. I caught you knocking at my cellar door. I love you, baby. Can I have some more? Oh, the dance. beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. going up, homes being foreclosed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to 
wichitahomeless.com or simply call 316-619-4886. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. on American Voice Radio Network. I hope those people in Australia have now been able to listen. And uh, this evening, we've been waiting for our two primary guests, but we have our major guests. Richard L. Stump from Muncie, Indiana. John Panagudi from uh, Connecticut. Mark, um, uh, come on, Price, forgive me, uh, from Australia. Were you from Queensland? Where are you from? Mark? Hello. Hello, Mark. Hello, are you from Queensland? I'm from Queensland. Ah, ah have you run into Bill Molson yet? <laughs> no, I have well, not. I thought we, I thought that was a, you know, you have nothing to do with us. I thought that was a requirement. You have to find him. I've looked him up, but I have not yet um, made contact with him. If when you make contact, tell him I found his wallet. <laughs> okay. Now, have you watched his videos? Yes. Oh, the, I, I think you sent them to me, didn't you? I I know you watched them. Uh, I was wondering about Mark. I saw something briefly. Um, was about the the water from the was it from the waterfall or uh, the um, um, gener- generating power from from the water? Yep. Was that, and did, yep. did you know that Chicago ran on that power years ago before the automobile, before electric no. power came there? 
Yeah, they said that it's a very that's my favorite Bill Mollison video. Well, he I'll, put, I'll write it down now. I'll make sure I'll get hold of him. Since Patrick's interested in that type of energy too, I bet that was your favorite too. Well, no, actually, my favorite was the compressed air in the ground. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, well, yeah, I know. With, I mean, with the were... water, the oxygen was made so pure. I believe you could sell it as compressed oxygen, right? Too. Um, I don't know that. That's you know. I'm sorry. You know, I don't have stripes on my shoulder. And it was done with the water. See, I got it mixed up. The water went down, and on the way up, it came out just as pure. And they had compressed air that they could sell. And meanwhile, you could plug that compressed air into an automobile and run it for 300 miles, all for nothing, basically. Labor. Yeah. I mean, we understand that you're from Ontario, so you don't do labor. But I mean, you know, you did drive in an unair conditioned car all the way to Texas. You didn't tell us what you learned. What did I learn? I learned that uh, 10 million people have died of medically approved x-rays. Really? Did you did you have an alibi? <laughs> what? How did, how did you learn that, Adam? I mean, uh, through research or doctor? Through research. It's on the Internet. 10 million have died, and what people don't realize is how dangerous dental x-rays are too they the most sensitive part in the human no, body no. is the brain to, to x-rays or to radiation they bounce off the jaw and the teeth and it's a it's a cause of alzheimer's it's not a major one it's a cause okay well i'm going to do that adam you still got me perplexed on this broccoli okay deal thank you broccoli yeah yeah yeah, we we were going to discuss broccoli, but the that was the that was the mafia they just called. And see, we figured we can we can change the whole uh, notion of the mafia by just getting them to take sulfur. And I'll give you the best example. In Japan, they have what is known as the yakuza, the yakuza, or the guys with tattoos who cut you if you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're the only people who came to the aid of the Japanese when GE blew up Fukushima. The only people that came to the aid of the Japanese were these mafia reference. They're just horrible, horrible people. You know, how do they do it? I've heard that too, that the, the Yakuza actually keeps crime down because they keep the crime under control and they don't allow any rival crime groups. And they do a lot of, uh, just like the drug cartels down in South America actually did a lot of good for people with the money, so they kept yeah. on good terms like Robin Hood. The Yakuza has a reputation for being very uh, magnanimous. Well, we're trying to see if we can't you know, make contact with them. We think we could use them internationally. You know, every time someone wants to reach out and buy a gallon of Roundup, well, Yakuza appears with a very sharp sword and gives him the option buy and lose hand or don't hey, buy. Count me in on this plan. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good at removing fingers, you know. Uh, it's part of the it's part of the program, you know. If you got ten fingers, you're not a Yakuza. <laughs> 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 you know, and you can always tell when the handshake is. You know, no, no, you're not a Yakuza. You got too many fingers, but. They rule by fear. 
as far as opposing people, but the people that they assist in their everyday life, they don't they, they don't fear them. Yeah. So when I was trying to get, find information out about the Yakuza, because I figured they're good people to have on your side, it's like the Cossacks. I want the Cossacks on my side. Uh, you know, I want the uh, uh, Gurkhas from India on my side. You know, when you I, think about it, our doctors rule by fear. Well, of course they do, and you know, and now they're killing doctors who don't rule by fear because they're they use the wrong words, cure and heal. Patrick, yeah. I I got a I question, even... Patrick. Yes, John. Well, I'm just curious. You're talking about these Jap Yakma, which I could care less about. But I'm curious uh, if they eat broccoli. Now, I join uh, Mark because my perplexion is, is also there with Adam. Now, Adam, you brought it up last week. you got to come back and give us more ammunition. Why eating broccoli is bad? Because i got a real guilt trip now when I eat it. On this time. It's a yes, no, maybe, because what broccoli does and the cruciferous family of vegetables is turn your thyroid down. And the test for thyroid is grossly inadequate. They basically, they basically have said if they set like your blood pressure for it, it would be like 50 to 500, you know. Uh, and so they actually did a, a blood test for thyroid years ago. And uh, they found that 50 to 60 percent of people's Americans' thyroids were out. And, of course, uh, they got another test for it that showed different. It turned out to be totally inaccurate, and now the test is out of control. So very few people know that their thyroids are out. And one good way to do it is cruciferous vegetables, which have chemicals called goitrogens, as does other vegetables like garlic and uh and uh, peanuts and pineapple juice and aloe vera, things like that. Now, they also have beneficial effects, so sometimes you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and get time to use broccoli. But I wouldn't recommend overeating, and I would recommend eating it at noon when it's more appropriate to the circadian rhythms of our bodies. Okay, now what? tell us what about flashing uh, it, you know, just blanching it and cooking it and boiling it down. What about what about those? You know, those are, that's the way that people eat broccoli. I mean, sometimes they just boil it down. I boil mine to pieces, like for about a half hour, till it's so soft the kind of vegetables people wouldn't usually eat. That's how I eat my broccoli. So I do eat it from time to time. Okay, and, and the uh, and the same thing here with cabbage. Yep. Now, if I had actual hyper uh, thyroid. Then I would eat the goitrogens. I would eat soy. I would eat all these goitrogens that actually knock the heck out of it, and I wouldn't have to go get an X-ray treatment of my thyroid gland. But it's very rare. In fact, many hypothyroid cases are misdiagnosed as hyper because the adrenaline takes over and and runs the thyroid inappropriately instead on instead of on oxygen and on carbon dioxide and sugar, it runs it on adrenaline, aldosterone. And uh, cortisol. You know, I don't think you can use the word aldosterone on a, on a children's show. That was uh, a poor choice. Yeah, I think it was. Like, but now, here's the interesting thing about it. Um, we weren't given fire so that we could fool around at night. We were given fire to cook some of the food we eat. And, you know... One of the things that I haven't run into that's really interesting is a really healthy raw foodist. You know, there's just a, it, the, when I ran into Hesh Goldstein initially, I, you know, and I ran into him, 
uh, he was a vegan, then he was gray. Now he's a vegan who's not gray anymore. He actually has skin color. Because of the sulfur? Yeah. You know, is the, uh, why do the girls call and say, well, I just love it, what it's doing to my skin, and I've just got a glow. Well, why? Well, because they've opened up the capillaries of their skin, which had been just hanging around doing nothing. You know, well, you know and one thing in testament to, to what you're saying, Adam, about the uh, thyroid gland, um, I know uh, I have a, it's not a problem, but it's just an inconvenience because every six months I've got to get a, a first-class flight medical. And because uh, I admitted on the, you know, you have to answer the questions, what medications you're on all that. And I said I was on armor thyroid. Well, of course, the allopathic doctor who's given it to me, what are you doing with that stuff? He says, that ain't scientific. You're supposed to use, uh, you know, there's Centroid. And so, anyways, it got into a, um, a match, that, you know, and he says, well, the, the regulations say you need a TSH blood test every time you come for a medical. And I get a letter from the government, the FAA, saying TSH, your thyroid-stimulating hormones. All right, so it's been normal, but uh, I do have uh, indications of hypo-low thyroid, so I take, uh, you know, uh, thyroid. So I'm just curious how all this reflex. I mean, by the way, you said these blood tests are not, and I agree, these blood tests, I mean, you can pass all of your thyroid panel with flying colors and still be hypothyroid. That's why I like that. No, absolutely not. Uh, that's never been proven. Good, that's good. You need this regular iodine drops. That's all you need, Lugols. Well, I do that, Richard. I, I take all that. So, uh. Armor yeah, 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 has both T4 no, and T3, while Centroid only has T4. And no. T4, especially in women, is notorious not to break down into T3 because T4 that's is a pre-thyroid hormone, not the actual thyroid right. hormone. And, and therefore, sometimes women can gain as much as 225 pounds just because the numbers were wrong. I mean, Cruden hasn't joined us yet, but, you know, do the math. When, when they rely on numbers, then it means because they don't know what's going on. When I first started training doctors back in 1970, guess what the internal medicine doctors did? They actually touched these women's necks and felt for nodules. They didn't do a blood test. They just felt their thyroid. And the girls would go, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, 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 that was, you know, Doug, Doug Ward yeah, developed a, a blood test that you can do, like one sample of what blood, you can do almost any blood test you want. It takes about 45 minutes of blood to go through all of these chambers, but they're examined by light frequencies. The simplest one is to do a test on the Achilles tendon should snap back really quickly. If it doesn't, when you test it as a reflex, then you know you have low thyroid. You don't have to go to a doctor. They don't tell you these things because they don't want people to take charge of their own health. Did you hear? You, you can, as long as you don't eat a whole bushel of broccoli, you can eat. <laughs> yeah, but Adam, you're correct on that. They don't want us to take uh, control of our health. That's why they don't like natural doctors, and that's why we've got ten of them that are, are, are murdered now. But the one thing that we're neglecting to mention is Dr. Broda Barnes, who wrote two books, and everything is on temperature. It's your, uh, you know, your, your uh, what do you call it? Uh, you take your under underarm pressure uh, temperature first thing in the morning, and uh, if it's if it's uh, under normal, it's you got thyroid problems. That is another uh, valid test because the thyroid basically is two glands. The one side, the left, for instance, can be fast, while the right 
can be slow and you get an average. That doesn't happen with the temperature. Yeah, it doesn't happen with temperature, you say? No, That's it doesn't. right. The Brodevarens test is good, but I, I prefer the ankle reflex test, but uh, that's valid. It's a little more complicated with women because their temperature will change during their periods. You need a sensitive thermometer, and you have to do it the first thing on waking up in the morning and make sure you just grab the thermometer, pop it in your mouth right away. Right. No, that's correct. Under your arm. Not, in, not in your mouth, under your arm. Uh, yeah, your your mouth is a hot. Not as, I say Adam. Um, you said soy as well. Oh, soy knocks the heck out of your thyroid gland, yeah. As yeah, that's well right. as all carbohydrates, all complex carbohydrates. A sugar will actually activate your thyroid gland, while all, uh, well, 99% of complex carbohydrates. There are a few, like Native Americans know how to fix corn by putting it in ashes, and they know how to use sodium hydroxide to take the toxins out that stop that. So there are exceptions to the rule, but most complex uh, carbohydrates, we've been sold a bill of goods that they're good for us, and actually they're the cause of most heart disease and cancer and mold and stuff in this country. All right, Adam, now, this is not an advertisement. (laughs) In In 16 years, we have been unable to kill 506,000 people, and we've given it our best go. And, and and because of they keep telling their friends about us, and so you know, think about this geometric progression. Something that works, something that allows you to kill, or to cure, cure yourself, or you to heal yourself. We don't do anything. We're just watchers. We're voyeurs. We want to see. You know, tell us what happened. And uh, the stories are. I'm sorry. I'm having a great time. I I can't imagine that a job a job could be so much fun. But that's my job, and it's so much fun. Sulfur neutralizes uh, estrogen, one of the primary causes of cancer, especially in the U.S. Well, it's also the, one of the primary causes of, of men becoming girly men. You know, well, too much estrogen. You know, you guys, uh, Adam, you mentioned estrogen. Uh, there is also estradiol. And I just learned today from a dear friend of mine who's done re- done research that they're putting that in the vaccines now, estradiol, which confuses the woman's, uh, you know, reproductive capabilities into saying that she's pregnant or what have you. And the other thing she brought up was that uh, in Mexico, and they tested this, the Catholic Church down there was concerned because there wasn't enough pregnancies, and they did a little research, and they're finding that they're putting uh, the, uh, what's the... Uh, uh, probably when you have a pregnancy, it, it puts off. And I, I got a mind blank. You know, it's a three three letter word or three name word. Uh, the same thing that cancer is, and according to Kelly and Bearden, um, bad. It's a bad thing. It's one of those bad things. No, no, it's a three name thing. But the point is that it's the natural, and that's what the urine test is when it tests for pregnancy. Uh, HCG, human chorionic gonadotropin. And that's what they test for pregnancy, right? You can take a urine test if you've got cancer, and if you're a male or a non-pregnant female, it's going to be positive. Well, they're putting that in the vaccines down in Mexico. They tested it. 
and they brought it to the, uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, and their response was, well, who's doing the testing? We have to do the testing. Yeah, <laughs> the fox in the hen out. But it's interesting that you, you talk about these female hormones like that, and we discussed many, many times the, the estrogen and all these plasticizers and these plastic bottles everybody's drinking, you know, the bisphenol A and all that, and, we're, we're, and, and, and especially, uh, you know, soy. We're, we're being feminized to death, the, the, the male man today. So yeah, they want to sterilize. So who knows? Not only that, the bioidentical ones are the worst of all. They which work are, too well. Which are, the natural ones whose man Summers takes. Now, I heard that she says in her book that it was worth getting cancer for how well those uh, estrogens made her feel. I don't know if that's true or not, but I kept it on good account from a reliable well, source. Suzanne's one of the few people who, who who took sulfur for about, oh, four months and stopped. Shame on her. Well, you know, you, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but if he's not your horse, they're going to arrest you for wrestling. Well, yeah. I put her in the same category as Angelina Jolie. Oh, I know. Well, excuse me, no. There's a dumb fool because she had her breast uh, just, you know, take, removed for why? Just to prevent cancer? I mean, there's a total uh, misunderstanding there. Uh, so uh, is I mean, Suzanne think, Su- Summers, too. I believe they both have total uh, misunderstandings and are both bozo women. Oh, yeah. my God. I agree. Suzanne Summers is a, is a, though she goes into some doctors, she does not, she still encourages the medical profession. And so she is on the other side, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, and, and uh, Nicholas Gonzalez is well reported in her book, and now he's dead. So I guess don't let Suzanne Summers write a book about you. That might be a good strategy. You know, it's, um, <coughs> just because you're just because you're blonde doesn't mean you know everything. But the fact that she's you know uh, got a little uh, hutchka and will open her mouth, there's some value. The problem is she's, like a lot of us, poorly trained or poorly educated. And uh, But we think just because we can open our mouths and make people listen, that's enough. Um, regarding you know, what we know about sulfurs, it's not because I know anything. It's because we've learned it. You know, we've been schooled by our study members. They taught us what we know. We don't. We didn't walk up to the plate and say, "Let's cure cancer. Let's just cure cancer." Well, we haven't cured any cancer, but those people who had cancer evidently healed themselves. Right. Our biology continues on and on and on and on and on, and it's either degenerating or it's regenerating. All about the oxygen. Am I correct? Well, exactly. You know, and people think, "Oh, I, I breathe well." No, no, no. The oxygen you drink. Hey, we're coming to break, but uh, quickly, Adam, I got to give you credit because I do agree with you. She's allopathic orientated, but I got to give credit where credit's due. Her book, uh, her book, Knockout, uh, gives full credit to alternative medicine. I mean, full credit, especially with Gonzalez, as Patrick just indicated. However, uh, it, it alerted me to something. <laughs> she came down with cancer, as you recall, and she describes it in the book. I mean, she had like five doctors. One was an oncologist. You got cancer. You got to go right away. She, but she stopped. So I'll give credit to her. She knew different, and what she had was valley fever, coccidiomycosis. It was misdiagnosed. And how much of today's allopathic medicines, which we call iatrogenics, mis- mm-hmm. mis- got the number one leading cause of death. 
you know, doctor screw-ups, hospital screw-ups. So she was smart enough to recognize, wait a minute, something's uh, rotten in Denmark here. And so I, I, I'll give credit where credit's due, but you know, I, I share your opinion that uh, her orientation there with medical uh, errors. I read, I read the book, and there were some good things in it, yes. But yeah. in, now, let's, you know, let's, let's get it right. Suzanne Summers is not the enemy. No, but she's in bed with him. Well, no, okay, well, you know, come on. Girls have been known to be in bed with other boys. It's happened, you know, get over it. Uh, but She's uh, putting on some weight these days. Maybe she should uh, consider a change in diet. She's not taking sulfur. She's, you, know, you know, the best... The best thing that she did in that book, uh, I will have to say that with obvious truth, she alerted the average person to, whoa, wait a minute, there's no cure for pancreatic cancer. Yes, there is, and they killed him, Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez. So that's her big claim to humanity, in my opinion. Some don't even know that you can live without a pancreas. Their surgeries were done removing the pancreas in South America in 1949, according to Time magazine. Yeah, but uh, Adam, isn't that... The Whipple operation, I mean, that if you have pancreatic cancer, they might do that, the Whipple, and that's kind of removal. They never, they don't survive, period. You can survive. Yes, they don't tell you that. But if you read Time magazine back in the day, they were surviving then, but now they tell you not. By the way, you can survive without a pituitary gland. How's that for something? But the hardest thing to survive with is with a, without a thyroid gland, or your cortex, for that matter. And if I may, you can survive without a brain. Just look at our politicians in Washington. <laughs> I, I stand corrected on that one, then. <laughs> well, you know, we, the, we did get word from Patrick Flanagan that someone did cause him to fall and land on his head. And while he was unconscious in the hospital, a, uh, his brain was transplanted and, and, the, the, and it was Abby normal. <laughs> Uh, evidently, he's doing fine. Uh, that, that was a joke. Okay, but now, um, he, you know, here's the thing that's interesting about the joke. Why are we afraid? You know, why are you know why, why are we so afraid? We run to the doctor and do this or do that. Okay, well then we're gonna we're gonna go to the break, and who knows? We may pick up uh, our other guests on on the backside, but we want you to come back. Thank you. A taste of return No matter where Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. 
visit discountgoldandsilvertrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541 541- Two two five four six five nine. That's five four one two two five four six five nine. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulphur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Got a package full of wishes, a time machine, a magic wand, a globe made out of gold. No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Acme's build a world to be Take a chance, grab a piece Help me to believe it What kind of world do you want? Think it Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, I don't know which mic. Welcome back. Um, this is a Sulphur Hour Plus One on American Voice Radio Network. Uh, I don't, we haven't, uh, we haven't received. Okay. Our, oh, our guests are, are, are there? Well, we can keep saying hello. Well, let's see. I guess so. What happened to everybody else? Uh, is that I have no idea. What, uh, are you, what are you doing down there in, uh, in Australia? Um, well, I, I've, um, 
I came into contact with Patrick probably oh, about eighteen months ago, and I've just um, I've just been very very keen on on um, on the subject of sulphur. And right. uh, since that day, I've just got to learn a lot more about it. Now I um, distribute it and um, just share the good news. There you go. Wait a minute, how are you distributing? Who? Um, find out about how to distribute. Well, it was literally just through um, through friends and family to begin with, because I wanted to see firsthand and get you know honest opinion and feedback, and right. uh, know exactly what I was dealing with, and plus myself taking it, and it's just been you know nothing short of spectacular, and the results are great, and now it's just referrals that, that keep coming. Now I'm, I'm getting a website together now, but um, um, yeah, I know I could build a web page instantly, but where are you getting your sulfur? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I. Uh huh. There are. <clears throat> There are need-to-know things here. <laughs> I guess so. The reason, you know, the reason I said, you know, Mark, Mark learned from us how to test the sulfur. So he actually right. tests it. He doesn't assume that some silver-tongued devil in Murray, Utah, would be telling him the truth. And I don't ever want You know, that's because, uh, hey, I've been known to lie. <laughs> And Patrick, you were deficient when you described that guy in Murray, Utah. You didn't mention that he was not humble or lacked humility. <laughs> I'm not sure I wanted to discuss that tonight. <laughs> well, you know, no, I've, been, I, I, I've had now since uh, I talked to you, I turned this one guy on to it straight, by the way, and he actually gave me a rose. Uh, because the sulfur made such a difference for him so quickly. The first day I gave it to him, or the first time I told it to him and he got some, he came back with, oh, this must be placebo effect because it's too fast. There's no way that anything could work this quickly. Oh, and then yeah. the next weekend he was like, wow, this stuff's really amazing. And then the third weekend he gave me a rose. <laughs> and this was a guy that had, like, sore fingers, sore back, aches and pains, just general malaise of getting, or malaise, or whatever you want to use, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> I, I, the, uh, the thing that's interesting about it is, um, uh, being that we try not to tell anybody where to get it, I mean, like, the reason I have to sit down is, we want to know all the people who can make it. Right. You know, there's, uh, unless I'm mistaken, because David Letterman said so, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Now, somebody has to check. You know, they just haven't been checking on what's going on here. And right. uh, and so, so the, the powers that be think that we should get rid of a whole bunch of them, especially the high 57 in Hawaii. Yeah, there you go. And any yeah. high maintenance and, yeah, and lower yeah, glass, yeah. they need to go. And, uh, and so, you know, we're just slowly but surely convincing people that, one, they're not afraid of anything. And two, that they are probably going to live another four decades, at least. These are as long, as, as long as they get the right type of sulfur. I mean, it's incredible yeah. how much crap is out there. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I've been trying uh, various, you know, other brands and various other stuff. And I tell you, um, sulfur, not all sulfur is created equal. That's for damn sure. Uh, definitely not. Well, it's pretty much created equal, and then they screw it up. Yeah, there you go. You know, do something to it. Well, yeah, they add stuff to it because the majority of the big players all sell to the vitamin shops, and they get pills or capsules, and pills or capsules don't work. If we put ours in pills or capsules, it doesn't work. Really? What's it? What because of the uh, 
well, the, what do you call the uh, silicon dioxide in the gel caps? The anti-caking ingredients. And then they cake it to make a pill. I love this. This is my favorite thing. Then they cake it to make a pill. But they first have right. to make anti-caking ingredients because they're going. it's powdered. They've right. pulverized it. They've broken the backs of the sulfur crystals. They've just damaged the poor little babies. You just can't do that. You just can't go around breaking the backs of those little sulfur crystals. It's against the law. <laughs> what well, about the distillation, uh, some of them they utilize? Uh, their stuff would still work if they would just get rid of the silicon dioxide. And we're talking about OptiBrand. And these are nice guys. They're not bad guys. You know, they just, right. they just, their market is to sell to vitamin shops. And, uh, right. you know, and, and our research is to try to kill everybody off and fail. But they just sell to vitamin shops. So, you know, do they have any research? No, they don't have any research. Do you have any research that we can send you in written form? No. You know, there's a line from, uh, it's a wonderful life. Well, you know, your money's in Joe's house and your money's in Bob's house. You know, and that's where our health is. It's, it's in their biology. We, you know, if, if we're the only healthy ones, then we're in trouble. Right. You will often find that the comment comes back that people are very amazed by the instant results they get from 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 a good source of sulfur, and they will often right. say, "This must be a placebo." Exactly. And, uh, that's a, it's so, amazing. Yeah. Like it's too, cause like, and I was the same way, because if it's too good to be true, Grandma said it's too good to be true, it must be too good to be true. But yeah. I'll tell you, it's it's truly amazing. And the, the stories that I keep getting back, like I said, they're one after another, they are incredible. So mm. all I can say is put some sulfur in your face. If you're listening to this and you haven't already, do so. Because it's, I mean, it seems like a panacea, but it's if you start doing the research and understand why it's a panacea because it gives you the basic building blocks so you can build all your therefore build and therefore build all your hormones and therefore you know balance your your bodily functions uh and your body apparently will do it almost instantly like you give it the sulfur and it's incredible yeah well what was adam saying adam was saying a few weeks ago it, 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 it works like a smart mineral um um yeah, it knows where to go, right? Which which is quite incredible. I think what it is is because your body, um, you know, it has to make some choices, right? Your body wants to stay in equilibrium and needs to make choices between what's going to be, uh, you know, most necessary in the moment, and will allow other things to slide that doesn't kill you, but doesn't make you feel good either. And then, as soon as you get, as soon as you give it the uh, ingredients it needs, the, which is, of course, the sulfur, and then you have the other uh, building blocks, bam, it repairs that stuff, you know, post haste, and you feel instant results. I, that's my theory. I don't have, you know, but that, you know, from what I can see and talking to people, that seems to be the case because, it, like you said, it happens so quickly that people can't believe it. I mean, they literally can't believe it. And the nice yeah. thing is, whether they believe it or not, it still works. Despite what they have to say, and you know, in the secret, and <laughs> well, you know, and that's you know, that's why we uh, we haven't been able to hire a dove to do this. But rumor has it that the pharmaceutical mm. companies are going to go down before the end of the year. I mean, we got September twenty third and twenty fourth. That would be interesting. But you know, if if we under if if we have a four hundred one k or an IRA, 
that may have money invested in the pharmaceutical stocks or the petrochemical stocks because they're good returns. They pay you yeah. really good benefits. But you yeah. can move them into something else that isn't killing people off, and then, gee, this corporation is hurting for money. And if we don't buy their Roundup or we say no to the vaccines or we say no to any drug that's in the needle, you know, the uh, Becton Dickinson is the primary ma manufacturer of uh, hypodermic needles. So I think we're going to have to start a slur campaign against BD. <laughs> They're a bunch of pedophiles. Okay. The people who okay. Good, good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> well, you know, the. Uh, uh, you know, they're machinists. I mean, what's held up? They're, they're making these micro-fine needles, you know, like, and, it's, and, and no one gives them any credit for it. Well, we would like them to stop doing it. Right. You know, if you put it in your mouth, you at least have a chance to survive. If mandatory vaccines are mandatory, and they decide that there's too many unwashed peasants from County Mayo, then those people may die with that mandatory vaccine. Well, how did that happen? How did that happen? Well, uh, pharmaceutical companies lobbied the government, and and uh, you know, and it's and it turns out they absolutely uh, you know write the textbooks so that uh, doctors and others uh, read their nonsense, and it's like, oh look, uh, mercury is fine. Oh look, aluminum is fine. They just piss it out after two days. Yeah, and doctors you, that I respect tell me. Yeah, that. but you you do the math, <laughs> don't you do the math? And I, and I do. Yeah. Okay. So you know. Um, hair analysis is interesting regarding sulfur because of what your hair says as far as the track. Your hair. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of it, I know. Don't don't try to make yeah. me feel bad. Okay. <laughs> and so the, uh, but when people who do hair analysis do hair analysis and sulfur's in the mix, it's interesting because the trash is volumes of trash in your hair. All right. Uh, I've got some information on, on hair. Let's see, just talk to someone who I supply sulfur with. And her hair, she can't take any um, chemical dyes anymore. Um, you know, lady, she's in her 60s and, and um, wants to stay blonde. But um, it doesn't matter what she tries, the hair won't take any more uh, uh, chemical colours. So she's now got to use... Um, um, uh, I don't know what it is. Um, some sort of alkaline thing that uh, dyes the hair the way that, uh, but it's a natural product now. Yeah. And um, it's really interesting. The, the body just repels it. The hair repels it. Well, the now, but, but the thing is, hair color is in the inside of the hair, not the outside of the hair. Which is lucky. Does anybody know why winos have such good hair? You ever seen a wino <laughs> that doesn't have good hair? Yes, that's because, that's because they feed their hair instead of their brain. That's the, what alcohol does. Yeah, the uh, I've seen. I mean, you know, I ran Pioneer Park for four wait, years. Back, oh, hold on, you guys are nuts. Back okay. up. How, wait, wait, how does alcohol feed your hair? It skips your brain and goes directly to the hair. I mean, it's a well-known fact that winos have much better hair. Now, it doesn't work the same with other types of alcohols. It's wine. Well, it's yeah. wine for some reason. Something it, about the grape. But some people who drink too much alcohol now only drink on occasion, since sulfur has entered their life. Two quarts of vodka a day is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, now it's on occasion. You know, but this is what's happening is 
the, the, your body is demanding something that's killing you, and now your body wants something else. And that something else is the return of the mineral they stole from us back in the day. Remember when they took all the teddy bears? That was the same day, 1954, in the U.S. <laughs> Every teddy bear in the land disappeared. I mean, uh, mean bastards. That J.D. Rockefeller was a mean, 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 mean dead man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but we can undo the meanness. We can use the compressed air of Bill Mollison to drive our cars. Uh, we can use the solar energy of God, pardon my French, uh, to, to power our electrical stuff. And we can use falling water to do the same thing. And we can even use falling water to pump water up. And, you know, it's, 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 we've just been hoodwinked by those people who make money on our stupidity. Yeah, that's what it boils down to, ignorance. Our people and, are destroyed of knowledge. But what's interesting is we work with average age, 77 years of age. These are not rocket scientists. Some of them do needlepoint. But the brain fog is gone. And they hear the lines. While they're needlepointing, they hear the lies. Sure, Ford was shot in so-and-so town. My God, the world is falling apart. Take those damn guns away. No, I think you should go out and buy a gun. I think you should go out and buy a rifle because, you know, there's no laws against long guns. There's only laws against short guns. Thanks right. to Tim Or Stone. just a regular old, like uh, Joe Biden said, just a good old-fashioned shotgun, which would be really well, useful no, against these drums. The, uh, uh, Joe lost his son, and I think that's too bad because I don't think he would have lost his son if we would have been able to get to him. You know, my frustration is I know people who have issues, and, and sometimes the issues are their kids, not themselves. And, uh, you know, I'm just a pain in the ass, and I'll keep bringing it up. Right. You know, so the other day, this guy says, well, you know, uh, call me. You know, this is a guy I trained. And now now he's a, a highfalutin uh, new car manager in a, in a you know, infinity store. Uh, and uh, he he was blonde, and he always wanted to be black. I mean, <laughs> hey, what can you do? But his daughter, you know, yeah, well, you but, can identify black now, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Come on, I I can I can <laughs> even in the dark. You can identify American Indian, or you can identify black. I I identify lesbian personally. Well, and it's important to do that because they make carrying a shirt. <laughs> what is? I love that? it. That's like actual sound effects from Australia in the background. That was that was a bona fide <laughs> kookaburra. Was that, was that a bona bona fide UFO? This sounds like a historic occasion. I believe I believe it is. I mean, let's. I think we should check our watches and all that stuff. I is. 16 minutes after, on the 27th, a UFO tried to interrupt our signal because they, too, know about sulfur. Uh, but they failed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure like I said, every, everyone and their brother. Do you have any more information, either one of you guys, uh, especially Adam, on the sulfur taking water and breaking it into hydrogen? And I, I'm reading right now with, with great fascination uh, Pollock's book about the fourth phase of water. Okay. Anyway, I the um, 
it's a very interesting book. And the preface, everybody should read the preface because it just immediately talks about how America, how lame American science, or actually science in general, not just American science, has become when it comes to embracing new ideas or, you know, doing cutting-edge research. If, if it's going to be any, you know, that the, uh, anything that's, that's vaguely controversial, it's, you know, academia doesn't want to touch it anymore. Where it used to be, that was where they go. Right. So we don't know enough about. All right, we don't no, know no. enough about. Not, um, not, never, I would never defend academia. I would never defend academia. <laughs> but I spent seven years in academia, and you know, one of the things that um, oh come on, it's um, Doctor, it's, it's, it's the John, what's his name, um, the, the the shark who's also a doctor, who wrote the book on calcium, Levy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... Um, I'm leaving. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not so arrogant. He wrote on vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin C and calcium. He's not a fan, he's not a fan of calcium at all. Uh, but the, uh, you know, the, the important thing about it is, uh, he, you know, he's, he's not just throwing it off out of his, you know, uh, lapel pocket or something like that. He's, you know, he actually sees, he touches these people. I've got movies of him touching these people, but he doesn't know anything about sulfur. He knows everything about calcium. He knows everything about vitamin C. He doesn't know squat about sulfur. Yeah, but we had a show a while back. Did he he learn anything about sulfur? No. Did he write the calcium factor? I thought that was barefoot and right. Yeah, no, that was something. Indeed. One reason. Scientific secret of health and youth. It's calcium. Oh, well, then he, and, and Dr. Levy would say that's not true, and I would say that's not true because calcium... That's right. That's wrong. Yeah, calcium becomes calcium carbonate, and what that is... Right. You can get calcium real easy. Yeah, and it's a bunch of druids with little pitchforks, and they go around well, your well, body... You all over. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so back, I said, so what you're saying is that you shouldn't take calcium as a supplement. No. We get some of our food. You already get plenty. Of your, well, some people could be short, but what they're doing, they're drinking a soda pop and that leaches the calcium right out of the bones. That's phosphorus, yeah. And that's, uh, that, that has to be rectified. I mean, you uh, have to stop the soda pop. It's real well, simple. Stop the pop. That's easy. We get the. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't drink pop, but I'm saying that if you take calcium as yeah. a supplement, you you find that to be detrimental is what you're saying. Well, the trouble is you don't take calcium, you take calcium citrate, calcium uh, orotate, and all of those have been proved to be very toxic. In fact, major cause of kidney stones is the citrate. And by the way, when you talk about structured water, you're invalidating most of the medical uh, world because there right. are no Hans Nieper transporters at all because structured water is what our cells are made out of. There is no physical part. It's all structured water if Gilbert Ling and is right. And I believe he is. Well, did you you mention Hans Nieper, uh, Adam? That's right, because he had mineral transporters. There's no such thing, and structured water runs it. There's no such model of the cell. If Gilbert Ling is correct, then again, I believe he is right. Well, I what's interesting excuse me but what's interesting is Hans Nieper is a doctor that uh, President Reagan 
secretly went to Europe or Germany to have his cancer treated, which is a little known fact of history. Hans Dieper was and one it of the obviously didn't work too well for him. No, no, it didn't work. Yeah, but so that but that's the uh, what's important here is that um, when you when it comes to medical science, then we're then we're getting into chemistry, not biology. Right. And uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm just a kid. I'm 69 years old. But I've been observing the health of man for 47 years and photographing a lot of it since that time. And, you know, and so uh, we're, we're, what I'm hearing is really pretty negative, And I'm sorry, we're going to get really pretty positive here. We're going to get so positive, it's going to scare those one percenters all the way to Jamaica. And we already have the voodoo doctor waiting for them. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're... So the, the idea here, okay. Ramon, um, quickly before we go to break, we got about a minute. But I'm holding my. I'm curious what your question was because we didn't finish it. But I know the old H. Pollock, the fourth phase of water beyond solid, liquid, and vapor, and it says the most significant scientific discovery of this century. So I'm curious again, what was your question, and did you get an answer uh, by Adam or somebody? I, I, the, the question was when it comes to uh, sulfur taking water, and we'll come to it after, hopefully we'll get back to it after the break. Um, what, how does sulfur break the the bond between the oxygen and hydrogen, and then how does the body use that oxygen and hydrogen to its benefit, is what I'm, my, my question. Well, and, the, and the other thing, I, and the other comment I just wanted to make is if you read the literature, you notice the fact that you're in the desert because of the lack of trees, because everywhere you go and you read, you'll find stuff about calcium, you'll find stuff about iodine, you'll find stuff about fluoride and, and name it, vitamin C and any other element but sulfur. Exactly. I mean, you know, like, information on sulfur is like, you know, trying to crack or something. Prudin, Prudin, if, if, if you take the X out of math and you take the, the dot out of math, how do you do the equations? Uh, you just put them next to each other. Well, my you know my point is you just which, take which, away which one of the one of the tools, and right. so in the case of sulfur, they took it away. They didn't realize they were doing that. You know, they didn't realize that right off the bat. They didn't realize that Hitler was because of that. They didn't realize that Mussolini was because of that. They didn't realize that. You know, and and so the uh, but when they did realize it, they didn't print a single word about sulfur in any peer reviewed journal. Period. Right. And if they have, send it to me because I haven't gone looking. I know I can't. I can't find. I can find barely anything. Like I said, I can find stuff about boron. I can find stuff about baking soda. I can find stuff about. I, I think. Maybe. I think if you, if you can go back, there is that document, and that was done by you know the, the Nobel um, Prize winner, that's that, that Otto Warburg, and it goes back to uh, anaerobiosis and and it's what in fact is. No, 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 no. But what, in fact, sulfur does with regards to negating anaerobiosis and providing oxygen to the body. So, you know, that's, in fact, what it does. And I think as, as a document, it, it, it's, it's a good starting point to get your head around how, in fact, it works in your biology. Right. Well, you know, the, the other thing, uh, Mark, is that uh, uh, between uh, Benjamin and Ash and some of the docs and me, you know, I've talked to 500,000 people, and, um, and and I've been recently asking us, why do, why do you want more of this crap? 
<laughs> you know, Maybe because like, it works. Why, why, why do you want, you know, I know you're ordering it, but why do you want more? Tell me, you know, it's not just an order desk. I, you know, I'm a guy supposed to be doing research here. Why do you want more? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what does amaze me after, after some uh, people, you know, they'll, they'll take it and then they'll go and ask their doctor and whatever, but then they'll, they'll keep sticking with it and whatever. You know, and I think we've discussed this before. I mean, if you look at all the minerals and all the vitamins that are out there, and yeah, this encompasses pretty much everything that the body requires and allows your body to, to, to function on in, in, at the highest level just through taking one mineral. It sort of activates everything. It's like Returning the silver bullet. Now, it's okay, worse. There you go. It's yeah. Exactly. Is that you take this one and then everything else works. That's how it seems to be. And people, yeah. and it's not anecdotal. It's from people who are your friends and your family going, hey, this works. Yeah. Now that well, that is anecdotal, but we need we need more. That that that's actually by very definition that's anecdotal evidence. But the idea is that we need to get some studies together because exactly when I get on these shows and I talk to more people and I hear like people from you, you're down in Australia, and I hear from other people like Adam and so forth. You start hearing some recurring themes, and the recurring themes are instantaneous. Right, I mean, it works. In oh, I would love to share resources to get something up and running. Break time. Here comes the music. We'll we'll talk about oxygen, hydrogen in a minute. Come on back. Thank you. I hit the city and I lost my band. I watched the needle take another man. Gone, gone. The damage I sing the song because I love the man I know that some of you won't understand Milk, blood to keep from running out I've seen the needle and the damage done A little part of it in everyone But every junkie's like a set in Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold 
gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. going up, homes being foreclosed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to Wichita Homeless. Or simply call 316-619-4886. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. AmericanVoiceRadioNetwork.com. I'm going to run through our guests because we have 200 guests. 
Richard L. Stump is my co-host. John Panaguti is our New England director. Mark uh, Price is our uh, Australian competitor. Thank God. And um, Adam Bertram is I'm not Bertram. Yeah, Adam Bertram admitted that he actually drank water while going to Texas. We'll we'll get to that later. And then uh, Crude Ramon and who do I forget? Okay, two minutes. If you don't, who? Okay, thank you. Okay, so here's 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 the deal. And I asked Patrick Flanagan on this very show almost a year ago, maybe less time. It's hard to say. How does some Heinz 57, you know, uh, non-Howley from Hawaii, you know, just tally up to an H2O molecule of water and convince these two thugs of hydrogen to let go of the blonde? I don't know how, how, you know, I mean, come on. I I always think that sulfur is sort of an ugly thing because it's never allowed to stay. You know, sulfur is never allowed to stay. But it takes this blonde, you know, this oxygen molecule down the road. And these two hydrogen, you know, uh, uh, molecules are just sitting there saying, well, what just happened? (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) Well, they're blonde. They're blonde. Well, because because blondes of you know, three girls were captured in the desert of Saudi Arabia. They were taken to a, a building that had a used GE electric chair in it. The brunette wouldn't denounce the West, and, and the the damn thing didn't work. And the redhead wouldn't denounce the West, the rest, and the you know the machine didn't work. So they strapped the blonde in, and she said, "Hold it, you guys! Before you ask me to denounce the West and proclaim Allah." If you plug this thing in, it will work. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a smart blonde joke, and and I and I think that's you know that's applicable for Suzanne Summers. You know, she may not know everything, but you know, she's sort of determined to say something. Okay, now Cruton, did I did I answer your question on how does this uh, rogue sulfur? Uh, <laughs> you know, I I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, okay, just, so all right, so let's say okay, so now okay, so we'll we'll get to that. We'll get back to that. So but we do know that somehow that it takes the oxygen and hydrogen apart. Okay, so now what's the benefit of that? Because yeah. like I said, anybody I've ever talked to, um, that I've told about sulfur, they need more water. The only person that ever complained about sulfur, although she was getting good benefits with her skin and so forth, was stopped taking it because she felt dehydrated. And I was like, drink more water. This is, I mean, just drink more water. That's pretty simple. Um, so what is the benefit? Because, I, like, I, I, like I said, when I started taking it, when I started drinking lots more water, but I wasn't peeing, what the heck, where is the water going? But when I take the sulfur, I can drink a lot more water, and I see. Uh, I yeah. can't even begin to describe all the benefits. Well, it, you know, it's... Um because they're your benefits. I mean, it's interesting. It's your biology. And right. uh, anytime you add a preservative into our biology, then our biology doesn't work very well. But those, you know, those two hydrogen uh, molecules that were left behind wondering who stole the girl, they're antioxidants. They're looking for another oxygen molecule to hook up with. Well, if there's enough sulfur, they don't find her. 
But that, but wait a minute. But they just but they just left an oxygen molecule. So that, no, 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 no. Cesar Romero stole the oxygen molecule. We know there's skull so skullduggery going on here because you know Caesar's <laughs> handsome and you know hey. Well, what I'm saying is, if it breaks the oxygen, or excuse me, if it breaks the water into oxygen and hydrogen, then is, doesn't it actually create a free radical? Because isn't that oxygen a free radical? No, or is that oxygen? Yeah, for some reason, oxygen and uh, sulfur never become a sulfate or an oxide. Don't and I, I don't. And that's above my pay grade. I don't know. Because that's my thing, right? Mechanical me mechanics. I'm interested in the mechanics. Up in the lungs, it goes up and picks it up in the lungs, and the uh, water goes off as urine. You urinate it off, so the the uh, you actually get uh, it'll go around in cycles, round, around, around. You get a lot of action out of the hydrogen release. That's probably how that up uh, that guy's making that car work. <laughs> That's possible, you know, because uh, yeah, God, he knows things first, and then we try to analyze what he did. Well, and, yeah, and, you know, and, and, uh, how you invent. The more you know about God's work, which is physics, chemistry, and all the different sciences, we're just struggling with our stupid minds to catch right. up. Right, exactly, to wrap our minds around what's going on. Yeah, and you know, oh, that, yeah. Uh, even yeah, though we. Enough power upstairs. That's why they, now the organic solar helps you. If you take it, you will get smarter. I'll guarantee you you'll get smarter. <laughs> you, you won't be coming back and asking questions. You'll be telling us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I will keep searching because, like I said, the mechanics of it is what's most fascinating to me, and I'm not sure well, why not really I have the best chemistry. Oh, hey, hey, it's truth. electrical. You've got to keep in mind, we're electrical creatures. Hang on, uh, God is electrical, and he's simultaneous. The, the big flaw in most thinking is simultaneity. They just can't get it through their little noggins that God is creating every second. God is creating you and everyone else and all the different things that happen. That's all God. He's running the whole show. And that's that? Yeah. Now, it's, a, it's a weak scientist that has to rely on God for an explanation. No, oh, no, 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 no. 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 He, he, he gave, gave us a brain. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, it's a timeout. Uh, it's clipping. Number 23 is clipping. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not supposed to jump and, and fall and bounce, bounce around on the ground. Richard, Richard, this is very, very important. The answer oh, okay. to yeah, the answer to your question, Crouton Ramon, is in the minds of the four and five and six year olds you're teaching algebra because it's in the math of the periodic table. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, see, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm starting to see, yeah, I'm starting to see that one of the missing ingredients in all of our thinking, especially with reading Pollock's work with the four stages of matter, is the electromagnetic uh, portion of it, the charge, oh, the, the positive and the negative. Right, those 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 yeah. uh, unseen forces, because you know if you're trying to explain things without There's understanding math. the positive and negative charge, you had parents and each had two parents, each had two parents, each had two parents, so you know everybody around has to be about your fifteenth cousin or less. Right there, you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty well related. There's no question there. Well, and assuming, you got, assuming you got a family tree that went back in, in yeah. pairs like that that were unrelated. Hey, see the fly. A day to a fly is about a, a second to us. So a fly goes through generation after generation. In a year, they go through what would be billions of years of our, our uh, living. But they, uh, people worry about evolution. It's ridiculous. We've only had it a few generations since we... Since the year 5000 BC, and the big uh, holiday coming up, 5775. Seven, five, well, I, I saw the movie The Fly, and hmm. that hasn't been around that long. But the guy was trying to show you, the guy didn't be a fly and die in three days. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, we, we have great sources of information. We don't depend on just the medical journals. We watch the no, video. I'm saying is the human race has been this, exactly the same for millions of years. Yeah. Same structure, same eyes, same nose. So, quit Maybe. worrying about history. Yeah. Just remember, God did everything instantly, and we're still being created. And we're about to change the, the game rules because we spend the money. You know, that's it. Yeah, and yeah, the banks are going to lose their monopoly. See, they've had a monopoly game. They pulled on us for 103 years, and they yep. stripped every bit of our gold and silver away from us and made us love it while we watch TV. <laughs> that's excellent, because that's exactly yeah, it. 1964, they took the silver out of the money. Well, they robbed every damn yeah. There you go. Lucky to eat a bowl of porridge every morning. Yeah, I know. What is it? it ain't, nobody's paid for a damn thing in this country since 1964. They've just given you a piece of paper. Right. But the students who you are teaching mathematics will decipher the periodic table of elements. And I they don't expect so. And we're going to have to add that extra, that, that extra element of understanding uh, the, charged, you know, the, the charges in the particles, the positive well, and negative. A sulfur and oxygen both have six electrons in the outer ring. Oxygen has two electrons in the outer ring. Sulfur has a whole bunch of electrons in the inner rings, and there's three rings. And uh, and it's the spin. I was talking about earlier. It's the spin. Which direction are they spinning? And if they're spinning the right direction, they don't combine. That's right. Spin, baby, it's all about spin. There's no question it's about spin. The more I spend time searching, it is about spin. The prion is proof of that. The prion is so tiny and so powerful it can't not be destroyed. Well, we haven't, run, yeah, we haven't run into the prion, I don't believe. We haven't had anybody eating each other's brains. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but we, you know, we did get involved early on with the uh, British uh, Health Ministry. We suggested instead of killing all the cows, they look into their eyes with a uh, retinal camera and see if they actually have the disease, because you can see it in the bloodstream of man. So you can see it in the bloodstream of cows. And they wrote back and said, how barbaric. Yeah, that's right. How about they just killed them all. You know, that's good. That's better business. You know, instead of finding out if they're really going to be bad and make you sick, nah, kill them all. You know, that's, and that's yeah. the unwashed peasants of County Mayo. Kill them all, kill them all. 
no, and they just said no. You know, for those people worried about vaccinations, the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America, even in Georgia, is the freedom of speech. Right. Even though they took the, you know, the battle flag away from the South, um, you know, that's another martyr. The flag is now a martyr, just like the doctors who are dead, who are martyrs. And, you know, even though the uh, media can ignore all of these dead martyrs, um, we have contacted Joan of Arc, and she's coming back. <laughs> yeah. She'll yeah, be back. I, I, I wish I would have been on, on the show or been able to hear your show when uh, those doctors got killed because it became very, very clear that they were willing to kill to keep information from being leaked out to the public. Well, you know, they even, they even reached us down here. Yeah, in on Australia. Yeah, down there in Australia. 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 Oh, yeah, Australia. I, 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 you know, I, I haven't ever been to New Zealand, so I say Australia. Yeah, no, no, you've got to say it as quickly as you possibly can. Any Australian language is, 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 is quick, and you don't move your top lip, so it's Australia. Australia. <laughs> oh, Australia. And where, where, and where are you down there? What, what city are you in? Queensland. Or, you're in, so you're out in the boonies, more or less. No, no, no. No, no. Queensland... Like a Gold Coast, Surfers Paradise, that that, that area. Ah, okay. Yeah, I've, I've never I've never been. It's on the agenda. Oh well, agenda. mate, when, when you get over here, let me know. I'll, uh, there's some <laughs> good 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 pubs over here, and the people don't bite. They're pretty cool. Yeah, Aussies have always been my favorite when they come to Hawaii. Some bloody good drinkers, as they say. <laughs> yeah, we we know how to drink. <laughs> they just can't count. So. Uh, all of the martyrs who've been killed, for whatever reason they've been killed, they're still martyrs. And the way that you voice your, uh, your the opinion that it's not a good thing is you tell your doctors to write you a generic prescription. You don't want a major pharmaceutical company to write your drugs if you buy drugs. And if you don't buy drugs and they want to vaccinate you, you just say no. You just stand up rights and my First Amendment rights, no. N-O. In Australia, you just carry a, a sharp elephant gun. You don't even show up in their office. That's what you do. There you go. There's the smartest thing. Boom. Don't show up in their office the first time. Isn't that a foreman no? <laughs> that <laughs> wouldn't qualify. Well, yeah, I know, but see, there's a little, little boy in uh, Stinky Bottom, Pennsylvania, who got so sick that they ran him to uh, Children's Hospital in, in PA and uh, in you know Philadelphia. And they immediately realized he'd never been vaccinated, so they gave him all the vaccines the five-year-old should have all at once. And when he returned to Stinky Bottom, he couldn't talk. Of course. And, uh, and, and, and so Diane, from, also from Pennsylvania, suggested to marry the mother of Mark. Uh, I know in the Bible it's different than that, but it's okay. Uh, that she <laughs> added organic sulfur to her diet and his diet, they would come back. Well, it took about eight days, and he's back. Doing all the things he was doing before. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Guys, and that was the other thing I was going to ask you about is, is for type 1 diabetes, uh, what stories do you have? It depends on their age. Something curable with sugar. Yeah. That may sound silly, but that's, uh, we'll listen to that in a second. Our experience is that our 8-year-olds who have been put on injectable insulin aren't on injectable insulin anymore. Our young kids. I got a, I got a young kid. Like okay, like, young, well, what they're going to see is the uh, 
uh, and the follow-up has not been really good because they're, you know, they're type 2 diabetics. Um, but they, if they add sulfur to their diet and they add cinnamon bark to their diet, they decrease their blood sugars by 40%. Now, if you right. get down below 40%, uh, you may not need a whole lot of insulin. There you go. And, and if you're taking the sulfur, because like I said, this kid's just been diagnosed. He says they, they say he's type 1, but he's been fine until he was 12. That's a little odd, isn't it? No, that's really when type 1 diabetics uh, rear their ugly pancreas. Yeah, there you go. So his pancreas is just shutting down now. And what I'm thinking is some sulfur and some cinnamon and some... Uh, Sunlight. Probably got to have magnesium. Lots of it. Magnesium carbonate would be excellent. And and what should happen is maybe he can reverse this uh, strike that the Polish uh, Isles of Langerhorn have gone on, you know, and they said, we're just not going to make insulin. You go screw yourself. Well, no, no, we're not, no, 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 no. We're not going to make it. You know, you have to do something else. We're not going to make it anymore. Well, if they start making it again, then maybe, just maybe, the person won't need it anymore. We don't know. But we do know that it decreases it. It keeps them from uh, going numb in their fingers and their, their little wanger-danger, you know, still works. Uh, and, and the girl's hair don't fall, doesn't fall out anymore. And that's what they're interested in. They're interested in their hair not falling out and their nipples not falling off. And uh, being, able, being able to see their private parts. Even the boys like to be able to see their private parts. Right, right. But yeah, that's 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 like I said, that's that's one. And then I've seen like uh, a lot of different people with, uh, like I said, various and sundry ill effects, uh, including like ED, which nobody wants to talk about, erectile dysfunction. Uh, take the sulfur, boom, things start working again. Well, I have a, I have a guy over here who um, he, he takes um, uh, he's sixty three. He um, he takes the, the the kickboxing classes up here, and uh, I gave it to him. I said, "Mate, just take this," because he does really great volunteer work. And so I gave him some, and I said, uh, "And you'll with some, you'll get some surprises." And he likes to see himself as a bit of a lad still. <laughs> he called me up yeah. two days later in a bit of a panic. He said, "Mark, Mark, um, my God." I woke up and I felt like I was a teenager again. He said, my God, this stuff really works. He said, uh, Absolutely. Uh, and the missus is very happy. Uh, the missus was happy too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, did you bring a cricket in with you? No, that's no, that's someone else's cricket. I only have a kookaburra. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just, I, you know, because there's, there's only so much room on the air. I just have to... <laughs> You know, but so... Uh, as much levity as we can infuse in this, the, the bottom line is everybody on the planet is sulfur deficient. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't make it up. It's, we've just come to know that. We're in 76 countries, and we're getting responses in 76 countries. There's a lot more. There's about 129 more countries where we need to get. You know, so um, we, we, anybody who figures out there's not a way to go, I try to turn them into snake oil peddlers. Yeah, well, see, I'm on my distributorship. I think I've I've sold you enough sulfur for free. I I, I want to cut. Well, then you're gonna have you're gonna have to pick up the phone and call us, and we'll talk about that. Okay, there you go. 
And, and we can also, you know, at the, at the time that you call, we can pull up the old periodic table, you know, the PC table, <laughs> and and see exactly uh, what the correlation is between not only the oxygen and the sulfur, but also the selenium and the tellurium. And if you want to get really cute, polonium has six electrons in the outer ring, but that'll kill you really fast. Yeah, polonium probably not so much. But yeah, the, the uh, no, it's, 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 like I said, it's Romania, people in Romania, people in Slovakia, people, you know, because I do the uh, math trainings around the world. Tomorrow I'll be doing uh, the training, we'll see who shows up tomorrow and Saturday, and it's been, you know, multiple countries, Africa and Eastern Europe. Curtin, we can't hear you. Curtin, we can't hear you. Move closer uh, to the microphone. Testing one, two, three. Testing this. Oh, let's am, take I, am I there? Can you hear me? Yeah, thank you. Oh, God, we thought you were falling off a cliff, and I've never been able to figure out how to save someone. Uh, that, that was uh, that's my that's my wonderful magic jack. But anyway, that, the, the the idea is that I do math trainings now around the world. Literally, they I mean from Eastern Europe to Africa to South America to Indonesia to so forth. They come on to get math training, and I always tell them about sulfur. Because, you know, your brain is made up of, what, cholesterol and methyl plenty methane anyway. Uh, so just on that count, it's worthwhile. But, I mean, all the other things. And yeah, then the stories come back from all these countries, like you're saying, around the world, people are sulfur deficient. Right. And, and they respond. And, you know, and the only time they don't respond is when they don't do it. <laughs> right. We're, there you go. Yeah, I think uh, we I should... have a friend. I want to wring his neck. It's like he, we put it, uh, he put, he's got cancer. He puts a tablespoon in his mouth and goes, ah, I'm not taking that. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Hey, do a three-way call between he, you, and I, and, and, I'll, and I'll slap him silly. There you go. Slap him into next week because it's just ridiculous. Oh, it's uh, next month. You know, yeah. when, when Robin Williams died, it broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, the, not that I'm Robin Williams, but I'm probably just as crazy as he is, but he's dead and I'm not. And right. so, you know, but it, it's it's through the medium of laughter that we'll get people to understand what we're talking about. You walk up to someone and say, you know, I can tell by looking at you that you're sulfur deficient and you're going to die and go to hell if you don't add it to your diet. They don't listen, you know. Yeah, they just go to hell and don't add it to their diet. There you go. You know, it's, um, it's uh, I, you know, of the people that I've talked to who are in the study, Imagine there's a, another at least 500,000 that aren't in the study. Right. You know, there's something well, I said. There's, there is. There's a, there, you know, there's quite literally, like, you know, 100 more that needs to be. Oh, uh, it's billions more. You oh, know, yeah. before, yeah, before uh, Israel turns Gaza into another real estate project, or before uh, Saad in Syria, whatever his name is, uh, decides that he's really doesn't want to be the fall guy, you know. That's uh, yeah. We're 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 on we're on the we're on the verge of a shooting war, and because of the First Amendment to the Constitution, when they come to take your kids, you can say no, no, yeah. no, can. You know, it's the most powerful word in the English language. No. Always demands a response. <laughs> <laughs> but you say when we say when enough of us say no to the powers that be, 
What is he going to do? Outnumber us? Yeah, there you go. I mean, you know. Uh, anyway, great talking to you guys. Hey, Putin, thank Hopefully. you very much. And keep Google. Uh, on Saturday, when do you have a minute? Thank you for joining. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right. Uh, so, the, uh, we're going to take just a minute. I want to go to the. There are doctors with intent. Blue skies and green lights. Yeah. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call one 800 